boy. Shout out to doing a best of 2018 in March of 2019, baby. Part two of Movies Are Real, best of 2018. No more fucking around, Ryan. You're here, Ryan. How are you? Oh, yeah, you're here and sick. I'm here and sick. I'm, I have a cough. I have a cold. My depression is still ever present, but you mm. know what? I love movies. That's why, <laughs> that's why I show up here unpaid. Correct. Every week. Cur- uh, no, all right. It feels like on. it lately. It feels like it <laughs> You know what? That's true. <laughs> and that's fine. Uh, Carrie, you're here as well. Also sick. Yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. But you're somehow paid. That's the part that I've been doing. <laughs> that is weird, you know. It's There's crazy. There's not a lot in the budget. I mean, you know. Yeah. Maybe when you start bringing your A game, Ryan. That's that's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> uh-huh. That is very fair. We are still t- still tardy, and more time has passed by since we recorded the first episode. But you know what? We're getting it done. So today is the second part of our best of 2018 discussions. We will be covering most disappointing, best surprise, best performance, and rank the top ten movies. Of 2018. A definitive list. A definitive, scientific, mathematically solvent Hashtag fuck the Oscars, am I right, guys? Uh, Yeah. That was like 2017. Oh, that was? Yeah. People were more just like weirded out this year, I feel like. Uh Oscars were rough this year. That sounded rough. (laughs) There was no Tilda Swinton. Yeah, I know. What the hell? Someone got the the honorary crash award. Uh, Fucking... Driving Miss Daisy too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's why we're here to tell you the actual correct mm-hmm. uh, winners of the be- of a film in 2018. They tried to hide it from you, but we're bringing it out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Secret that fucking they don't want you to know, but we will. Most disappointing. <laughs> uh, most disappointing list is Mute, Pacific Rim Uprising, Cloverfield Paradox, Ocean's Eight, The Girl in the Spider's Web. Halloween, Lizzie, Aquaman. Uh, that seems like a mistake there. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy how it just happens, right? Yeah, that's Anyways. weird. Yeah, Google Docs. To all the boys I've loved before, Mary Poppins Returns, and Game Night. Um, so. Where do you guys want to start here? And we so we talked about this last episode, but it's mm-hmm. like the movies that were middling were just the most middling fucking that's non. True. It's just... And it was always ones that we were had like some intrigue about too. Yes, that's what really makes it. I mean, there's some on here that like I think we all. And it was just like a ham sandwich with American cheese with Miracle mm-hmm. Whip. Like here you go, white bread. <laughs> um, just the most blah sandwich. Um, and I think what the blahest sandwich here, uh, and I think the one that maybe is only here because people said it was a very tasty and delicious sandwich is Game Night because I think that movie was fine and I think the critique and like. Buzz around, like, oh no, it's actually not awful. It's actually mm-hmm. great. Uh, I don't know if you actually saw Carrie. I did not watch Game Night. Okay. Cool. I have seen Game so Night. So have I. Yes. And it's I think fine. it's fine. Yeah. It's not, I think, like, the people were really high on that movie. It's one, it feels like one of those, like, comedy movies that, like, it pauses for, like, the jokes that, like, it, it knows, like, the oh, right. is going to land. And then Please you're, clap. And then you're just like, huh. Yeah. Like with that neighbor guy, he had a lot of scenes. Yeah, like yeah. He was like one of those characters where like this is like the side character that people are gonna leave this movie talking about. Mm-hmm. Old officer, uh, Jim. What, what was his name? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, I actually? don't know. But he's like the character actor. Like he's like Melissa McCarthy in Bridesmaids mm-hmm. or King John in uh, freaking Hangover. Uh, like just like oh, let's look at this weird character bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
apart from it, oh, that's the guy from Breaking Bad. Uh, that's the only thing I got out of that. And even then, I was like, eh, who cares? As someone who hasn't seen Breaking Bad, I just was yeah, exactly. like, who's this guy? And there was, like, the recurring bit between, like, the couple who, like, had, she slept with Denzel Washington, but not really, maybe. Do you remember what oh, I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And I was like, that was, like, a whole thing that went through the entire movie. And that... It was like, she said she had slept with a celebrity, but she wouldn't tell her husband who. Uh-huh. And then it was just... And in a conflict between them the whole movie as they're trying to solve this game. Uh-huh. And they find really out it's Denzel Washington, and then yeah. it's not, it wasn't he wasn't actually Denzel Washington, so he did, she didn't ever slept with him. Yeah, it was just a guy. It was just a guy. Yeah. Anyways, that was very funny. Um, it's not a bad movie. Okay, it, it's, the, the way your your face face is reacting to this. It's it shot well. It's shot well. It has moments like, like oh, this someone was truly like i don't know i, I like want to do cool shit but i'm doing game night but i'll find a way to do my cool shit in it i think this is i think game night 2018 is 2018's tag 2018 <laughs> know what i'm saying that makes 100 percent logical sense yes <laughs> exactly it's a movie that is fine like you can tell like it's made well like it has like direction to it it's just not particularly funny Mm-hmm. I would say, or interesting, but yeah, it's not. It's not horrible. And, and it has, it has like twists to it, mm-hmm. like with the relationship between. Um, Rachel McAdams is good in it. She is good. Uh, She's done a lot of stuff lately. Yes, um, but uh, Jason Bortman. Yeah, Jason Bateman is in this, and he's fine. That's... He just, no, he just plays Jason Bateman. Yeah, he's just Jason Bateman. He doesn't really play characters. He just plays Jason Bateman. Yeah, and um, that's fine. That's fine. Anyways, game night. That was more energy than it needed to be said. That's true. We went. We talked more about that movie than we ever wanted to. Yeah. To All the Boys I've Loved Before is on this list because I... Did you see it, Ryan? Yes. Okay. Um, I mainly put on this list to recognize its existence and saying that I did not enjoy it after all the buzz on it. And I'm not saying just to hate it. I enjoy romantic, like... Uh, mm-hmm quote-unquote, as the discourse chick flicks. Is that term retired? Have we retired that? Is that still a thing people uh, describe it? I don't know. I think, it, I think it's being taken back. Like, uh, it's okay. a chick flick because chicks have better taste. Oh, gotcha. I think, I don't know. I'm just going to claim that now. Okay. Uh, I mean, as a man. You're welcome, ladies. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ryan, I don't know what you was. I, I just want to take this I off. Mean, like, it's, nothing. Yeah, it's not bad. It just feels like... It feels like a lot of movies I've seen already. I feel like if I was in, you know, high school. Yeah, totally. Then, you know, maybe I'd be more into it. And, you know, being a Netflix movie and from my, like, gist of things, teens nowadays, like, they just watch everything on Netflix. Yeah. Like, when I see what's trending on Netflix, it's always the teen-oriented movies. And that's the most highest-rated stuff on Netflix. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I get it. That's the audience. And a lot of like the modifiers, because like like the, what makes it interesting is there's a bunch of modifiers to the. It's still the typical like yeah. formula, but there's a lot of like, oh, we added like this thing here, mm-hmm. like that makes it fun. Of like, this just seems like overly booked, like overly yeah. complicated for no goddamn reason. Um. Anyways, it's gone. Take it. It's a enough. decent enough movie. It's just. Yeah. Acting's fine, but you know. Cloverfield Paradox was a disappointment for like an hour, maybe like an hour into the movie. I haven't seen it yet, so <laughs> it was like an hour in, like, oh, wait a minute. It's disappointing. In an hour in, you're like, oh, this is what I, what I want. And then, like, it like does the Cloverfield, like, twist, and it's like, okay, this sucks. Because, <laughs> like, the way the movie ends, spoiler freaking alert, I guess, 
a Cloverfield monster just pops out of the sky. Because in the movie, you know, they do the Cloverfield themes and they open up wormholes that like send out Cloverfield monsters across every dimension. And that's why the Cloverfield movies are the Cloverfield movies. And that explanation for you know two movies you know right is stupid if it we is were, right, it's true. if we were like four yeah you're in, totally right then maybe <laughs> yeah. i could forgive this but and it'd still be bad but it's, it's like you know what you have you're right out of ideas you know what this is like <laughs> this is this is very like friday the 13th part six you're like okay it's still going you're just you're, you're just seeing what's you're just experimenting a little bit that's fine but this is like part three of Right, a series that took a ten year gap. Any potential that was there, you just close the book on it, yeah, and like, exactly. like fucking whatever. We just all walk out unsatisfied out of this mm-hmm. encounter. Um, all right, well, bye bye, Gloverfield Paradise. I mean, not Paradise, Paradise. <laughs> oh, the Paradise that's gone forever. <laughs> uh, so our list so far is Mute, Pacific Rim, Uprising, Ocean's Eight, The Girl in the Spider's Web, Halloween, Lizzie, Mary Poppins Returns. Let me talk about Lizzie real quick. Who? Yeah, this, I was, is, uh, this I is just was, you here. I, this was this was just me because so I saw Lizzie. It is a retelling of the Lizzie Borden um, kind of like old like English uh, story of a woman who uh, axe murders her uh, father and her I believe stepmother. I can't remember. And I've seen the movie. And it's and it's an old story that's been retold a bunch of different times. This is just a modern retelling that tries to focus more on. Rumors about a relationship that she had with the female maid, basically. And the reason I find it disappointing is not only is it kind of slow and boring, but it doesn't really dive into that relationship as much as it kind of like presents itself that it's going to. It's more of like, hey, uh, we're, we're attracted to each other, basically. And now we both have to kill my dad. Right. And it, that's it. It feels like I feel like this movie on paper should have been how I feel about Suspiria. Yeah. But you never got the You never you never got that, no. I mean it it's fine. I lo- I love um, you know, Christian Stewart obviously, and then uh Chloe uh Cervani, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. She is great in like everything I've seen her in. And this has been like a passion project for her for like many years from what I was reading about this movie. It just you know, it doesn't it doesn't do anything particularly interesting or it's just it's just just disappointing, I would say. Does it hang on this list though? No, no, there's stuff here that like really like hurts home. I don't know, man. There's I, one there's one especially that I think, like, I've spoken about already that okay. really hits home. And this is certainly disappointing, but it's still fun mm. in like some in like in, in like the horror aspects it is fun. Uh, she she has a pigeon collection and that's fun. You sure? I feel like. Look, if you want to keep it, that's fine. I feel like it just might be cut later. I think there's some stuff that you guys. It. There is stuff here that I'm disappointed with, but I I haven't even experienced this point the disappointment specifically Pacific Rim Uprising. They made yes. another Pacific Rim movie, and that's I was the true. thing I very much wanted, and it's got John Boyega in it. A person who is objectively handsome. Yeah, Carrie and I are on the team that it is a fantastic Pacific Rim. Movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, you guys certainly have that opinion about <laughs> that movie. And you guys seen it. Mm-hmm. I have not seen it, and I was super excited for it. So, like, for me, like, be on this list, like, I am disappointed from hearing what you, everyone has had to say about this movie. Yeah. But I haven't seen it myself. Um, but I guess, do you, do you all feel strong enough about... It feels, it feels like one of those sequels where... 
it's not really well they just stapled the sequel like onto it like a not sequel if they added like the two to the end of the title of a different movie you mm -hmm. know what i mean kind of it it doesn't really feel like it follows like the plotline of that original movie and lacking a large majority of that original cast definitely helps yeah. that. I mean, all they really have are the two scientists. It feels. It sounds like. It feels like a straight to DVD Home Alone sequel. Yes. <laughs> I think I said this when we were talking about it, but it felt like that uh, Independence Day sequel that oh. came out. It was very similar vibes to that. It was just like the next generation, and they're they're like the characters we had last time, but they're worse. And you. But don't... they're worse. <laughs> yeah. And it just feels like a knockoff, and it was boring. I feel mm -hmm. like that a lame. lot of I feel like that's like I have with a lot of Guillermo del Toro stuff. Like he he has this original thing that works very good, and then like he tries to make that into more, but then it doesn't happen. Right. This one wasn't made by him, also. It was it was. Did he produce it at all? Yeah, like executive produced it. Well, he executive produced everything really. Like mm -hmm. I love him, but he will. And a lot of his executive again scary stories not directed by him. Yeah, um, even though his name was everywhere exactly. when it was coming out. Uh, yeah. like, like, Hellboy was, he wanted to make Hellboy 3 like for the longest time, and now it's getting a very weird-looking reboot. Yeah. It looks low... It looks low-budget, and also, like, I don't... It's also not a Guillermo del Toro movie it's at all. It's not, no. Like, not even close. It looks like a just a standard... R-rated It's got Mila Jovovich in it, doesn't it? Yeah, she plays oh, the man. Death Queen or something stupid. Uh -huh. Ooh. Cool. Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, Pacific Rim... I don't think Like, you guys it. were disappointed by it, but I knew going in yeah. it was going to be bad. Because <laughs> I have a superior taste in uh, movies, obviously. Mm -hmm. Trademark. Mm -hmm. Another disappointing sort of sequel to Gil. You know what movie sucks that Guillermo del Toro put his name on? Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Fuck that, that movie. Bad, yeah. Fuck that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's is the that... one with the little, like, elves yeah. in the yeah. walls, and they stab the guy with the scissors. Yeah. That's coming out this year. No. Well, that came, came out, out like, in, like, seven years yeah, ago. That's oh, don't be afraid. Oh, it's thinking of, of scary stories to tell. No, 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 no. Don't no, be no. afraid of the dark. Yeah. Dark. <laughs> yeah, dark. that movie was bad. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen so that. So we have Mute, Ocean's 8, Girls and Spiders, Web, Halloween, Lizzie. Uh, and Mary Poppins Returns. Ocean's 8. You know what I'm going to say? Ocean's 8 is fun. It is fun. It is fun. But it's still disappointing, kind of. I hadn't seen the other ones, so I had no Oh, idea. I didn't see the other ones either. I had no idea what it is. I guess in. maybe now you're thinking about it, like, it's fun, but I wish it was... Maybe it's just the James Corden's involvement, really. <laughs> that does disappoint a lot. It's really towards the end of the movie, and he's all like, these ladies really know what they're doing. Stance against James Corden firmly. Look, he's on Please the list. Please see yourself out. He's literally sir. their antagonist. He's, he's, on, he's on the list. He, it's him, uh, Eddie Redmayne, uh, <laughs> Jared Jer 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 Leto. Uh -huh. I was about Ooh. to say Jared Leto. Oh, okay. yeah. I thought you were trying to say Gerard Butler. I was gonna be like, no, you? he's he's on he's on the Golden Boy list. Thank you. Exactly. Like in Gods of Egypt, when he's made of gold. <laughs> <laughs> James Corden, we are coming for you. This is an official challenge. Yeah, I think Put that... us on carpool karaoke, and we will take you out. <laughs> but also, like, it's weird. Like, there was It would have been very hard to make this unentertaining. I feel, mm -hmm. but like, also, like, the end is bad. Like, the end it's, is the, very it's like bad. the whole thing we were doing that it, that wasn't the, that wasn't the yeah. actual thing. It was the this whole, thing the we were doing. The whole plan we had, it was not the plan. And also, I feel like the characters I I ended up liking more. 
were like the ones that weren't used at all. Like, um, Aquafina's character was funny and interesting, but she was just like, just stole a thing. And fucking, I can't remember who any other people. And Sarah Paulson's character. Yeah, Sarah Paulson, I wish had more in it. Yeah, it didn't do a whole lot either. Yeah, and Rihanna's but, not but, great in it. To be fair, I feel like Sarah Paulson is always underutilized in everything she's in. It's still, it's still very much the Sandra Bullock show. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's totally and that's awesome. fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and 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 Hathaway when she shows up at the end. Mm-hmm. Um. When she ends up being like an actual character and not just like she turns. Yeah, she turns. Like, I'm a model. She turns face on the like. Yeah, like we used to be like. It's it's. She had like a Vegeta turn, you know, like yeah. where she was like the bad guy. <laughs> And like he realized that like she's very powerful. Yeah. Um, then yeah. Um. I guess yeah. It's not a strong disappointment. I guess maybe, but it's it's, it's just it it disappoints in like ways that you like. I wish it was you more wish it fun. Been better, I wish but it's not like, like it's not like you end up like being unhappy with the. Yeah. yeah. It's like this could have been better. Yeah. I think it's yeah. Yeah. I have not seen most of these films. Okay. Well, the ones that we've talked yeah, about. Yeah, so you have far. been a little bit quiet here. I, yeah, I didn't see Ocean's Eight. I didn't watch the Stupid Boys movie. Uh, Does the Girl in the Spider's Web really need to be on here, Ryan? Yes, that, it is, that's the emotional connection. That is the one emotional connection one. Yes. Okay. Girl, girl in the with the dragon spider tattoo. Uh-huh. Girl it, who kicked her dad in the face. Girl who. Oh my dad. <laughs> you know what? Actually, <laughs> Carrie, write that down, please. Uh, uh, so yeah, Girl <laughs> the Dragon Two is a phenomenal movie, and I've been waiting for a follow up to that since I first saw it. Two thousand twelve. Two thousand. I think we had this conversation. Two thousand eleven. <laughs> I think. Yeah, that sounds right. And this, like, it has so much going. Like the lack of like the returning cast always sucks, but um, Evil Dead director, I was like, okay, that's cool. Claire Foy, that's very cool. But every um. The uh, the guy from Sorry to Bother You is in it. Oh, uh, Lakeith. Boots. Yeah. Lakeith. Oh, okay. no, 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 Boots, Boots Riley. Boots Riley was the director. Yeah. But the guy who started it. The guy who started it. He's he's great in like everything I've ever seen him in. Obviously, except this, because this this movie sucks all the talent from everyone. It just is so disappointing and dry, and it just is not a sequel to like what it is. It's kind of like. With Happy Death Day, that was like a horror movie, you know? Yes. And then Happy Death Day to you was more of a sci-fi dark comedy. I haven't it, seen it, it yet, it, so... It does that sure. kind, it does that kind of... It kind of changes that genre immediately to being like a tense, dark thriller mystery to just... It's, a, it's an action movie. Bang, bang, shoot, shoot. I guess my thing with this... this and like, is, that's so boring. That's sure. That's a boring turn. I guess my thing for this category is like, I think expectations is a lot and I just have a hard time... Like I, I did have expectations. Like, hmm. obviously when the tr- when like the reviews came out as I saw more, I was like, hmm, this probably isn't going to be very good. Now, is it? Hmm. But I, I always had that hope but like, maybe maybe it will have something in it that's redeeming. Something that like, harpen, harp, just like, goes back to that original like, hmm. tone or feeling or like just one like sequence in it that just like really um that's your phone that is my phone whoops <laughs> we have the same phone we do uh and also the same case we do uh just something that like brings back the tone and like feeling and hmm. just style of the original film but it does nothing about it does nothing and that's why i am just so horribly disappointed all right it. i think if, if this list was hard like more i think there's two that are going to be on this list and then we have an empty spot 
Mm-hmm. And I think maybe girl, if you feel that way about Girls in Spiders Web, like, that could be the one. Yeah. Because uh, I, I personally would be like, this looks like a cash-in to me. Yeah. Um, but if you've had expectations, then... You, I would... I would watch Girl in the, with the Dragon's Tattoo. It is fantastic, and you understand my pain of this movie. That is this movie. So, the next movie that's... Oh, we can cut Lizzie now, I think. Now that I heard you. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we can cut Lizzie. Um, Mute is a disappointing movie, just the fact that you hope that the guy... You hope that Warcraft was a fluke. You hope that Warcraft was over, like, studio-produced... Um, but apparently it is, maybe he just doesn't have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about it, I think, ad nauseum on the podcast. Yeah. And even last, on the last part, mm-hmm. um, that it's just a bad movie. Um. Just bad, disappointing for a number of factors that we've yes. already gone into. Very boring. Very boring, Very too. long. Yeah, that was like the thing that's like. You you're like bored and you're like oh when's it oh <laughs> it's like wow I've been watching this movie for three hours fourteen minutes oh. <laughs> um. it also doesn't have like the kind of structure of like a normal film which like I'm fine with the film having like a like a different kind of structure to it yeah but like this but like for this it just feels like forever it feels like I watch an yeah. entire season of a boring bad show at once and it's like mmm this sucks <laughs> it's for Netflix that kind of checks out honestly it does it's a Netflix check. movie but yeah I guess Mute's not gonna be here Mute's Mute's I feel like Mute's gonna stay there I feel so I think at this point we should just talk about what well actually maybe not I feel like the winner for this category is Halloween by a hundred miles but okay Kira agrees I still I still, I'm my heart's still in Girl with the Dragon Tat. With the, that, 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 that's what I'd be like. Listen, man, this maybe this expectations are on you a little bit. They are on me, but you guys haven't seen the original. <laughs> but it looks like a cash in. It looked like Sony, anyways. But, but let's talk <laughs> it about looks Halloween. Looks like a Sony movie. Yeah, yes, that's true. I know, I know, I get it. Let, let's talk about Halloween first before we okay. start chopping at the legs of Girl. Halloween is like I think all of the like. Leading up to like the press cycle, Jamie Lee Curtis just being oh, out man. here, just so excited about the project, and that the her excitement about being involved with this series again was incredibly contagious and made us feel like okay, we're gonna get a movie that is about Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Laurie Strode, and Michael Myers, and that's not what the movie's about really at all. Like there yeah. are bits of it, there are like little tastes of it, like when she comes to the graduate, is it like a graduation like dinner or whatever it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you have that moment where she like becomes really emotional, uh, and it's one of the best moments in the in the film. But you don't get a lot of that. You just get yeah. the character like I'm tough as hell because I need to be tough because he's gonna come and I need to be ready. You don't have those moments of weakness or even like discussing like how she feels about what happened and like living with it. No, um, none of that's there. And the final payoff itself, it, it's fine. Um, but I was wish I I was hoping they would have a little more small bouts in the lead up to it, not yeah. just her stepdaughter just fucking running around doing normal horror movie shit. Yeah. Um. And then like the the Doctor Loomis uh protege just being yeah. not even a character. Or just... or even if they played more with the idea of uh her maybe not being significant to michael and her being the one obsessing over oh yeah that would have been interesting too him just like blindly killing people it doesn't matter who it is but then like stupid circumstances of the movie just deliver him to her doorstep for no reason that's true and it's just like 
Because it's, I mean, That's I guess, I guess it's just the the psych the psych doctor guy playing around with his action figures, so to say. But because he like sets all that up, but right, doesn't he? I don't even remember. Kind of, but yeah, he, yeah. He, he orchestrates bit. it and like helps him escape and everything. But right. I don't know. They could have done interest more interesting stuff instead of. It's not a bad. Ho- no, I didn't. I didn't hate it or anything. It's there were parts a... of it that I really enjoyed. But... I think we all wanted to like feel very passionate about it, or at least strong yeah. about it. And I went. I'm like, it's fine. It's like mm-hmm. a seven out of ten. Um, yeah. And I think that's why. I think I like the expectation leading up to it was was high. And I think we were reasonable to be high. I don't think it was unreasonable no. to expect this to be a good ass like Halloween movie and like a tribute like of the series. Bam, um, and mm-hmm. what we got was very uh, middling. And I, I, I think I feel like we're like the outliers on this because everyone loves this fucking movie, yeah, and like, know. and I don't get it. I mean, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't. We don't. Hate I don't it, hate I'm it. Not crazy about. I'm it. just disappointed. I'm just very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Should we talk about Mary Poppins? Mary Poppins. I haven't seen it. So it's really disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I really liked it still, but. I think it was me. I hyped myself up for this movie. This is probably my fault. I hyped myself up for this movie so hardcore. Like, there was a point in time where I was watching that trailer, like, every fucking well, day. Well, nothing about <laughs> it said that it was going to be not what it was. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe looking at it now, like, may- maybe Lin-Manuel, uh, well, maybe he didn't I don't get think, this. I don't think he did much writing on the music or anything i, I, I wouldn't imagine just, so i don't think he did it didn't feel didn't feel like it no at all. yeah because like like i'm not i'm not a lin-manuel expert or anything i haven't really listened to hamilton but uh his when he did the music for moana that was like super infectious and that music was really and good. that felt like music and, made by him uh and i haven't i don't know about you but i haven't gone back and listened to any of the no, songs from this I movie at all no and so like it just like the intro song is stuck in my head because I think that that <laughs> it, set, it set the tone was like oh, <laughs> oh dear. no <laughs> yeah yeah, but it's like, yeah the more I think about it none of the songs really stuck out except for the one where they're doing talk singing and it's really weird when they're in the animated world yes and uh, that stuff looked great but yeah it looked amazing and I think it delivered on some of the some of the emotional beats and the visual beats and just the i think emily blunt did really well i think she did it's a very different character yeah and uh i don't know i like the the guy who plays the dad is the same guy who voices paddington so that was just fun oh that's what that voice (laughs) it was weird to to hear that voice come out of a human man (laughs) but but yeah the the story just felt odd the moral of it just felt weird like the resolution of how they were like you get to keep your house because of the money so that convoluted. you that you put away years yeah. and years ago so don't like like it could have easily been like because they're trying to save their house the whole time because right. the dad is the mom died and the dad's trying to uh keep it together and he put a loan against the house and they haven't paid it back and he's trying to and he has to prove that he has shares at the bank, but he can't find the paperwork. And Colin Fer- 
Colin Firth. Did it again. It's being all, <laughs> it's being all big bad wolfy and like, oh, I'm going to steal your house for no particular and reason. And he does that well. He's very yeah. good at it. But it's the whole conceit of it that's just... Yeah. And, it, and, and, and man, this movie hurts so bad by Christopher Robin coming up before it. Yeah. It is hurt <laughs> so bad. Same. It's the exact same but, movie. I don't know. I will... And, and like I was saying, the the resolution of it being like, you get to keep your house because you saved money. Good job. As long as you have money, everything will be fine. And it's like, what? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I will say that once Mary Poppins, in the beginning, when Mary Poppins was coming down, floating on her umbrella, I was like, oh, oh shit, it's happening. And I got really emotional because I love Mary Poppins. But, and... Uh, there were moments of magic, but overall, I don't, I don't know. I like the movie, but I think it's because I'm like, I'm gonna force myself to like this because I don't yeah. want to live in a world where I don't like. It's it another. I think it's another seven out of ten. Yeah, something like that. It's a very middling movie, um, with really good moments, really great animation. Yes. Um, very pretty. And the stuff that's like, even like the stuff that's like not animated, like hand drawn, but yeah. it's just like CG. It still feels like fantastical because of the way it doesn't mesh with the real world yeah. it's not looking it's not trying to look photorealistic no. it's trying to look a little surreal yeah um and i mean it is just like a beat for beat rehash of the first yes movie, honestly but which would be fine i think if we didn't see christopher robin because <laughs> yeah. it's sort of the same like thematic stuff there mm-hmm. um and it's still and it's also like in england and it's it just it's just yeah very, it's just very too close, <laughs> too close. um and Christopher Robin had a talking bear. It did have a talking bear. And I guess bear. this did also have a talking bear. It kind of did, I guess. His, well, I mean, it was his human form. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Do you feel like the girl should win this, though? I deeply feel mm. like they should win this. Because it's, it's, it's a... Fo- it, it, leads, it, sets itself up, it sets itself up as a follow-up to this like great story. And then it changes direction immediately and it also ignores the events of the first movie completely and they discuss things that happened like previously that weren't like in the other movies like imagine if harry potter and the sorcerer's stone came out all right like all right this is great and then next year Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince came out. And you were like, I feel like I'm missing something, but also it was, you know, an action film and not like a coming of age kind of thing. Jeez. Like that is, that is, that is the... That is how abrupt it feels. That is how abrupt it feels. It feels like you're missing a big piece of what's happening here. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe that would make sense. Like maybe the events of like the two books that it is technically skipping, like, make it into more of like an action thing but there's still like it should still have like some like piece of that identity if it's like a new thing that's like slightly tethered that's like forcing itself to be attached to this other thing but it's still the same side of it it's so weird but do, do you and, feel like the marketing was letting you, and like the buzz around it was like letting you know like oh we're gonna try yes all right because it felt... Because to me, it didn't feel like that, but if it did to you... Because as someone who has seen the original and likes it a lot, it... Not the original, the American Yeah, remake. sure. Um, the only one that matters. The only one that, not the Swedish, uh, you stupid Swedes. What is this, a meatball? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Ikea, am I right? Uh, I apologize chef. to... Yes. I apologize to all Ikea people out there. <laughs> I don't. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Your furniture's hard to fill. Because <laughs> it definitely, it definitely did have like to like prove itself the marketing because it was a very niche kind of movie. Like people saw because it, it was a David Fincher. Game. Yes, that's exactly what I saw. Yeah. But like then this wasn't right. And then it's like okay, then it also like came out seven years later. Yes. So people were like, well, what is this really? Like if if David Fincher's original goal of like having you know those three movies come out ended up happening, you know. Then, like, people would have seen those shows, like, oh, okay, this is the continuation on that, obviously. But then this happens, it's like, wait, is that a, is that related to the thing with before and the girl and, like, the cat that uh, was horribly killed? Um, oh, yeah. And it's just, it, it just, it, mm. like, like, it's, it's disappointing when like, I don't know where to, like, start or where to go. It's mm. just like, and you also saw you were also disappointed by Halloween, right? No, it kind of was. I thought it would it be. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I I like the original Halloween a lot. It's super dope. But like the other ones are just like, mm. and like, Jamie Lee Curtis has done the same thing before. That's where true. She's hopped on like this new like this is what it's no this is Halloween now. <laughs> it's like is it though? Like I love like you're great and I love your enthusiasm <clears throat> like as a person, but like. Is it though, <laughs> Jamie? Jamie, please. <laughs> so like, I kind of, I kind of knew what I was getting into a bit. Okay. So that's why, that's why my vote is on the dragon, on the dragon girl. The dragon girl. The dragon. Girl, Carrie, how are you feeling girl. this? Um, I don't know. I think, I think I don't have a lot of energy for any of these. Films. That's true. And Ryan is showing a lot more. Yeah, that's where I'm going to. Energy of disappointment. I disagree about this. like I thought. Yeah, but if you feel I, like I didn't. I didn't dislike either of these two other movies, and I. I mean, I think I would actually dislike that movie if I did see it. The girl with the fucking. Yeah, probably. The girl with the, girl the fucking the spider's eye spider's yeah. bad boy. Uh. <laughs> the girl with the stick in her eye. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I. If you feel like that should be the one, uh, I feel good is, about it too. That that yeah, this this hits home, and it also it, it also just shows that this franchise really isn't going to go anywhere in the oh, future, which not. is like the saddest part. Mm-hmm. Like I know I can watch the Swedish movies, and those are apparently pretty solid, but like I don't wanna I don't wanna go into like another casting of these movies, and I have to also read subtitles. Bullshit. The girl in the homecoming. Girl in the homecoming dress. That's who won. All right. Well, the girl in the spider's web. You are the most disappointing movie of 2018. Halloween and Mary Poppins Returns. Also, very disappointing movies. Stop by the Alamo Draft House in Omaha, Nebraska, and collect your check. Uh huh. For twelve dollars. The Midtown. Open now. Yeah. They finally put the fucking sign. We are sponsored. Uh, no, you're not. No, we are not. not say that. If, if we say we are, then maybe. Nope. <laughs> uh, send us a letter that says cease and desist. <laughs> uh, you have drove listen. business down, actually. <laughs> All right. Let's go into the antithesis. More high, high yeah. energy. The antithesis of this Woo! cast category. Best surprise. Ryan, do you want to read the list for best surprise? Best surprise is Christopher Robin. The party's just beginning. The Incredibles 2. Cam, Unfriended, Dark Web, Bad Times at the El Real, A Simple Favor, Aquaman 2018, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Mission Impossible, Fallout, Searching, and Fifty Shades Breed? (laughs) 
Listen. Surprise. <laughs> George, let's, let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Sure, we'll actually be fine with that. Aquaman 2018. One of it deserves to be on this list. It I feel is, like this is the category, this is the category. where it actually yes. has a chance. All right, <laughs> so let's get back to it later. So the other elephant, George, finish in free Well, before that, like the last okay. category, expectations like play a huge part in this category. Yes. Um, the last <laughs> Most importantly, middle and like, this will be fine. Yes. Or this, this is, is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fifty Shades Freed is the best movie out of those three movies. Um, and that's surprising that it's actually enjoyable. It's also super a soap opera. I enjoy it. It's got a good soundtrack. It's got good sex scenes with, the, with uh, Dakota Johnson in it. Uh, but it doesn't have to be on this list. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you, the more I hear George talk about these movies, I'm like, I gotta see them. I think we gotta, we gotta have a movie night where we just binge all three and just like, ugh. Honestly, I'm, I'd be down. Um, <laughs> well, I know you would be. Yes, would be. Would be and it's weird that, it, that. that bit is finally dead. It's finally over. Uh, I can finally rest in peace. No. I can't it's, believe it took all until 2018 for those movies to finish coming out. It started in 2015 and then there was like a bit of while where like the director that originally had was like, I hate fucking working with this lady. And I was like, fine, I'll get my husband to fucking make them. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, where do we go from here? Alright, so... Hmm. 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 Man, the Wasp. Let's start there. Yeah. Cause... A movie that I did not really enjoy that much. Okay. <laughs> like, I thought it, like it was definitely better than I thought it'd be. But I also didn't think very much of it. Yeah, I think this with. is a me. That I I thought I had a good time with it, man. Oh, the you Wasp did? Okay. A whole lot. I liked it this a lot, a lot. Um, I mean, yeah, I also didn't have any expectations mm-hmm. coming in from it. Um, but yeah, I thought I think it's funner than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one very much felt like a movie that they kind of put together, but it wound up being still good, unlike Solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Ant Man and the Wasp a whole lot. Uh, I think it's. I, I enjoy Ant-Man. The Ant-Man series is one of those Marvel ones. It's a weird it one, right? It's a weird one, but it doesn't have, like, the kind of direction behind it where, like, it that excites you. Right. Like, and no like, one expects much from Ant-Man. Yeah. Like, Ant-Man's just doing his thing. I don't know. Like, I think what makes a Marvel movie, like, stand out is, like, some exciting behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, either a writer or a director that, like, really, like, hits it home. And the Ant-Man movies... Or the possibility, right? They have the possibility, but they never go. But Ant Man and the Wasp was like, like the like spe- the first Ant Man, like it had the imagination doesn't go wild. It was like, oh man, what a Batman! Like the first Ant Man had like the Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish writers, you know. But then right. it was rewritten by Adam McKay, right? Which is <laughs> which explains a lot of like why that movie feels so watered down. Mm-hmm. But I think this one was just written by like the director, maybe I don't know probably some other people and it just doesn't doesn't go anywhere and also that there's it has one of those directors that's like he's fine but like he doesn't like have like the same kind of like mm-hmm. weird passion like for me a good a good comic book movie so like the thor ragnaroks or the aquaman 2018s hell yeah or even the guardians of the galaxies were fuck no no just kidding well like they they're they have directors that are like we like they're weird people and like that really like makes a comic book movie crazy fun because it the the weirdness can kind of like be like put out onto this like weird nonsensical world in a way that like makes sense you know Mm -hmm. 
and Ant-Man and Wasp, it, the Ant-Man series feels like it needs one of those people, but like they're just like, oh, this guy will do it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a very fun, simple... I prefer a simple uh, superhero movie than an overly loud superhero movie that's clearly just fine. Like, it's mm-hmm. just fine. Um, I don't know. I like Evangeline Lilly a lot. Michael Douglas is great. Um, I will say this movie, it was a big surprise for me because I had no idea Michelle Pfeiffer was in this yeah, movie. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. I was going to say Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> is like, also oh. good in this movie. She's uh, the, uh, the, the wife, wife of Michael Douglas. She's only in for a little bit, but she's pretty cool. Um, and I assume she'll she be... Has a, she has a small role. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I assume she'll be in Avengers. <laughs> did she disappear as well? Yeah, she did, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, she everyone disappeared. Everyone except Scott. him. Scott. Mm. So funny. Scott. <laughs> That's still really funny how like, you were laughing and the person next to you was like, oh no. <laughs> Guys. Um, oh, Alright, I'll take it Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I, I really, really enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp. I don't think I don't know if I'll ever be able to be surprised by a Marvel movie again. Like anytime I'm gonna like a Marvel movie, I'm like, that's pretty surprising. <laughs> it happened the one time with Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and probably never again. When's Avengers? Next month, April. Jesus Christ. April. Next, God April. damn yeah. it. End of April. End yeah. of April. Okay, then end maybe I can watch it. <laughs> it's the last month of April. Okay, the last month of April. The last week of April. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Again. I'm sick. <laughs> and I took medicine right before I got here, so I'm about to get fucking weird. Oh, no. no Ryan's not. getting crazy. Why is Incredibles 2 on this list? Did I write that down? You're the only one who saw why it. Why did I do hey. that? Yeah, why did I do that? I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see it. I, I had a good time, but I've also, I think I put it on it because I've always been an Incredibles hater. I've always been like, that movie's fine, guys. Yeah, same here. Uh, I've thought about watching that movie on Netflix like for the last two months. But guys, the part then, with the super suit, and he can't find the super suit. <laughs> Incredibles does have good parts in it. It has good parts. And I think that's the thing I, why I put but, it on there. I realized it's good. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's all right. And it's mostly that same movie again, but it's uh, Elastigirl this time. Nice. Um... And yeah. she thick. Yeah. <laughs> <Well, laughs> um, yeah. Had no interest in seeing that. Yeah, same it's fine. <laughs> the short is better that it's in front of it. Honestly, it's a lot better. What's the that short? Bow? That was bow. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, yes. Oscar winning bow. Oscar winning bow. All right, bow, that's gone. Bow, bow, So we got Christopher Robin. We got Parties Just Beginning. We got Cam, Unfriended Dark Web, Bad Times at the El Royale, A Simple Favor, Aquaman, Mission Impossible Fallout, and Searching. So Mission Impossible Fallout sucks. Surprising because it's very much not a movie for this group, and I haven't yes. seen it yet. But surprising ca- because I enjoyed it. Yeah, exactly. It. I was like, yeah. what the but hell? But these are also movies that are like critically acclaimed. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, they've been making these movies for years. <laughs> and people like, I was like, whoa, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was surprising to me because I had never really, like I knew of Mission Impossible, but Tom Cruise was such a fucking meme to me. Right. I was like, people don't well, think just action movies. They just like that. come out and he gets a paycheck yeah. from them. But yeah, no, he breaks his cr- leg and he gets a fat paycheck. He's like, I mean, I mean, I gotta respect the hustle, right? Uh-huh. But yeah, I was very. Is it the hustle when you're a billionaire, yes. basically? <laughs> More like a death listen, wish, listen, a way to feel alive. I'm honestly scared of Tom Cruise, so I don't want to say anything against him. <laughs> He's he'll small. Just... He'll sneak in somewhere, and I won't see him, and he'll jump me. He also pretty much has complete control of the script yeah. for this movie, so these are pretty much his like expensive like f- like fun time Tom Cruise vacation. 
Um, but yeah, mainly I just wanted to put. I this still need to watch it. it. It was. I'm good. sure I'd like I it a whole lot. I think you would like it. Yeah. I'd like it a whole lot. Like it's got cool set pieces. A lot of the cinematography was really fun yep. and interesting, and uh, the action was cool. And Henry Cavill's in it, and he's real goofy. Yeah. He is real goofy. I'll give you that. And he's... you get to see the mustache. You get to see the favorite mustache. Know. <laughs> Let's see what this all was Because it's not just the mustache. It's, it's the full facial hair. He's got yeah. the full shadow going. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I saw it with a friend of mine who loves Tom Cruise and mm. loves those films. And she kind of explained what I need to know about it and, and gave me a bit of an insight. Uh... Yeah, yeah, like what, mm. their, what their friend's their friends <laughs> the little the little club mm -hmm. the, the, with their masks and stuff but yeah i think it's a good movie and i was i i'm just surprised that me carrie here in 2019 right. now it was very was much carrie stepping I enjoyed, out i enjoyed mission impossible yeah and then i'm gonna make those more rapidly because there's always been like a huge like gap between them because that one yeah. blew up like, they all yeah. they all do well other than the one with philip seymour hoffman that's the one that people don't like Oh, and the one made by John Woo. Oh, that was the second one, right? Yeah. Okay. I think at the time people liked it, but they realized, like, why is there so many pigeons and explosions? <laughs> and you know. <laughs> uh, right. Well, Mission Impossible is not on the list, but I just wanted to say. Not that surprising. <laughs> is Bad Times at the Old Royale surprising? I thought it was surprising because, well, I mean, I knew I was going to really like yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I thought I was going to, because it's, it's a very me movie, because it's ensemble mystery. But right. I thought it was surprising because it and i mean i guess in scope of who the director is and his past work it shouldn't mm -hmm. be that surprising but i liked that it took the conventions of uh group mystery murder mystery kind of movie and sort of subverted them and played around with them and didn't really give succinct answers as to why everything was happening mm -hmm. or there wasn't like one person to blame for everything it was just i thought that it did interesting things and i realized i hadn't put it on any of the other categories uh, and i wanted to give it a shout out because i'm the only person the same, the most in the world surprising thing is like somebody movie. fucking likes this garbage it's so good i, I do i do like it too but i haven't I seen was, it i just know I how people like feel about mildly it mildly disappointed by it just because mm -hmm. i i was pretty hyped by trailers and like the director, the, so the trailer's great. The director's great. The cast is like fantastic, mm -hmm. but it just doesn't like flow the way you think it would, I mm -hmm. guess. And characters that like you you like the most, at least that I like the most, didn't really either stick around or have as much presence as you thought they would but going in. I mean, in. like that might be part of it, subverting your I expectations. Know, no, Brian. no, I totally get it. <laughs> But I also it also feels like there should be like more players. You know what I mean? Like it feels like there's not enough. Like if if this was like Clue but 2018, like there'd be a whole bunch of like weirdos in this hotel. But there's like five people, I guess. And like I don't know if it was like more crowded and and like and for like those crazy scenes, I feel like I would have liked sure. that a lot more. There know. wasn't a lot of times where the entire cast was all in the same room. Yeah, that too. That too. So I see what you're saying. So but yeah, it's not no, place. it won't hang. But I wanted to give it a shout out, and I thought that it was surprising because I thought it was just gonna be goofy fun. Uh, everyone shoots each other and is quippy, but there was a lot more going on. So George, are you a big simple favor guy? I like that movie a whole goddamn bunch, um, and it's it's weird because I don't think it's very 
good. I it feels like a guilty pleasure. It feels like I shouldn't like it, but I think it definitely has that guilty pleasure like kind of vibe to it. I definitely yes. get what you mean by that. Uh, I definitely want to describe it like Paul Feig goes fucking hardcore wild. I was wild. gonna say, yeah. how's the darker side no, of Paul um, Feig? It's like a fun, sexy mystery movie. Yeah. Uh, just like bad times at the Elbow again. Exactly. <laughs> uh, specifically, like it's it's like two very good women like doing a really good job at these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mystery is like it's Gone Girl like diet caffeine free. And like, um, goes but it still place, tastes pretty good. And like, doesn't go as hard as Gone Girl in some. No, ways. not even close. But in some ways, it also is like okay. I guess you're doing that. Like you know what I mean. Yes. It's like okay, that's that's bold, but also like diet caffeine free yeah, exactly. with like stevia, but like one drop of like Adderall in there. Nice. Um, but you don't know which drop it's gonna be. Exactly. It's got the actor from Crazy Rich Asians. He's really hot in it, and he was mm-hmm. hot in that movie. Uh, there are scenes where Anna Kendrick has sex. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> what's her name? Uh, I mean, when you know the context name? of the scene. Like Lively's got some looks in that movie. When you know the context of Anna Kendrick's are cool. Yes, and she plays like oh this like a crazy person very well, or not maybe crazy, but like a Gone Girl like a yeah a Gone uh, Girl crazy girl a Gone Girl character like oh a woman who's reached the edge, someone who's got more going on than you might assume. Hmm. Um, Should I watch this movie? I I think it's fine. Yeah. How. What do you think of the mind of it Paul is not It is not. Well, <laughs> do you think of like Paul Feigay? Paul Feigay. What's what? What happens when the lights turn off and he's left alone with his thoughts? What goes on there? See, I don't like Paul Feig. I'd say like there, it, it doesn't feel like a Paul Feig movie because there's not a lot of dumb comedy. Mm. Like there's some comedy, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's more like it's comedy that Anna it's Kendrick like, pulls off well. That works yeah, for her. I, I trust Anna Kendrick a bit. Because she's funny. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I don't know. But it, it, it doesn't have... I'd like to stay, have it stay on the list for a little bit. I don't, it's not going to make it, I think. Keep it around. To the top three. Um, I'm guys... friend of Dark Web. It's definitely put by me here. <laughs> it is a fine <laughs> movie. It is fine. It's fine. <laughs> I like it. I had a good time watching it. I was surprised that Jake Paul wasn't in it. Yeah, big even, surprise. Even though, like, for some reason, that was all over the internet mm-hmm. that he was. Just what, I, I, what a weird marketing scheme they turned that into, kind of. <laughs> like, hey. It was mostly like someone said it, and I don't think they denied it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what if people go to the movie for Sure, I don't movie? know. I mean, we're not saying he's not nice. That is certainly dark web. <laughs> oh. It also had two endings. And apparently, um, the one that we didn't see, I couldn't find what that ending was like it's, anywhere on the internet. It's a difference between it's the same. I, I know what it is now. Oh, oh. But, okay. but when I was originally like, what happened? Like, apparently, like no one knew, mm-hmm. and the, a stupid lie was on the internet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that sounds dope, actually. <laughs> but it wasn't, and I was like, oh man, yeah. It's it's fine. It definitely like has more heart than the original one. It's a whole lot better than the original. Yeah, I it's think... got characters you don't hate everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. got characters. <laughs> it doesn't have like people like that are just like here to put them on the shopping block. Yeah, exactly. We're just here to be assholes to each other on Skype. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yes, I, I was. It was surprised how good it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's gone. Searching is a movie very similar to Unfriend and Dark Web, Ooh. and it this one's tough because it's very good. I think it it's is very good. good. At the same time, I don't think it's gonna make tough three on this <laughs> list. Well, I, I want to keep it just cause just cause John Show. Like he really, I think for the really the amount of it. twists this movie has, it could have jumped the shark a lot. But for me, it worked well. I think the end mm-hmm. is a, it's a, it's out there. The ending is definitely out there. Yeah. But also, I can see it happen. Um, and, and John Cho's great. Uh, yeah, it's really just always. Yeah, uh, I think they do. They make use of the gimmick well. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's not so much that I'd praise for. Like, oh, man. Like, the people who tell, like, oh, it's all shot in one shot. Don't you understand? This is fucking art. It took God us six it. years to make this one you shot. Did, you did the thing good. And it doesn't feel like a gimmick. It just, it's just a well, – the story told very well uh, through that. And it made sense. Because, like, again, like, like if you got someone's computer, like, the, the, the dots you can connect. Um, especially if I haven't played, like, games that are, like, about this. So, like, I'm trying to get into this person's phone and this – person's email whatever like what do i know i can connect the dots or whatever like that stuff was all good that was all good yes um but yeah i guess we'll keep it on the list for now i like to keep it for now keep it for now um party's just beginning yeah you also i want to see it a lot it's pretty good it's pretty good it has some flaws mm-hmm. i would say but for a like a first like feature film director debut it is surprisingly excellent and it does a lot of like cool stuff like with shots like that are like simple like it doesn't have crazy crazy cinematography it's not like you know shot in this you know crazy interesting style it's just it's more simplistic but it does it uses that well a lot of like good like placement of like the scenes uh but yeah it, it's very great it, it's it's very great i love it a lot it seems the tradition of Karen, Karen Gillan putting her in roles where she's mad, suicidal, and depressed. Yeah, which dope, <laughs> dope. <laughs> it's weird because she does like the Guardians and then Jumanji's then like when she's like on her own doing something. Like, yeah, I'm sad. Yeah, I hate everything. It's like okay, yeah. <laughs> you have like kid fans now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, she yeah. has an incredibly thick accent. Yes. Yeah. Very Scottish. Yeah, very Scottish. Like, almost the most Scottish you can be because she's from Scotland. But is it one of the most surprising? It certainly sounds like a pleasant surprise. Like it a, is a really... pleasant surprise, but, like, when you know, like, the flaws of it, you're kind of like, mm. Mm. It's, like, it's well-intended, but, like... Messy? Messy, yeah. Okay. So that's Le- why... But I, it's got Lee Pace in it. It does have Lee, <laughs> Lee Pace. pace. Mm. But not enough Lee Pace. Never enough Lee Pace. Never I'll enough. say, I've said it once, I'll say it again. More Lee Pace, please. Thank you. So, at Hollywood. At Hollywood. <laughs> so the list is Christopher Robin, Cam, A Simple Favor, Aquaman, and Searching. Ooh, boy. Where are we going next? Ooh, uh, is Christopher Robin surprising? Yes. I thought it was going to be bad. I thought it wasn't going to be... I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. I was going in with live-action Beauty and the Beast energy. Oh. I was like, this movie's going to be garbage. And then it wasn't. It was one of my favorites. Like, that's also the most surprising thing. It's like, I, I thought I would enjoy it, but it stuck around in, like, I think it's, like, in my top 15. It's, like, number 12 or something right now. It's like, how the hell did this happen? I love it. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Such a bully. And it also helped that, like, the expectations... This is, this is a weird one for expectations, because 
as a child, as a person who grew up in this world, I love Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. But I forgot that going into seeing Winnie the Pooh, and once it started, and then like, you felt oh, bad. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that guy. I used to love that this guy. This nice lad. We go way back. Oh yeah. Um, and so it was surprising. Like yeah, once it started, like oh yeah, I forgot I cared about this character. Um, and they're like, I'm sorry, I forgot. I and it's done well. I, the only thing that like was a turnoff was that the voices were different. But I understand that's like, true. Stuff didn't work out. Uh, and I mean, I think collectively they... we had such a nice, genuine time at this movie. Like, yeah. we all just laughed together. In such it's a good. Nice it's way. a very, it's a very warm, like, yeah. like kind kind of film. Yeah. <laughs> and it has Haley Atwell. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Wife. I thought I imagined that. Um, and Ewan McGregor. And mm-hmm. Hello, McGregor. No, you and Magusa. Uh, who? All right, so I guess Christopher Robin isn't going anywhere. Woo! Um, for now, <gasps> I think it's time for me to get rid of a simple favor. It's definitely my top, probably my most. Well, no, I think I, Aquaman's been probably higher. <laughs> it is one of the most surprising movies of the year for me yes. because. Paul Flabella, I'm not a fan Paul of him. Flabella. And I'm a big fan of the, like, oh, like, mystery, like, lady is doing crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, big fan of that genre. Um, Some it, would say the best genre. Like, yeah, like, it, it, I like it so much it feels like trash. Um, but yeah, it's gone. <clears throat> Good job, Paul. So now, now we're stuck here. We haven't talked about Cam yet. Cam is a big <laughs> surprise. It's also kind of like the definition of a surprise. Yeah, because um, it just kind of dropped on Netflix. Yeah, I had never heard of it. Yeah. Either. But surprise because it's a Blumhouse thing. It's a Blumhouse horror movie that dropped on Netflix. And, and it was, was good. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like really fucking good, which is the crazy thing. And like it also makes sense why it was dropped on Netflix yes, of yes. all places. It, the, everything about it made sense, yes. Mm-hmm. Which is what's so surprising about it. And for me, like, what's, again, like, surprising is the way it treats, like, her, her like, sex work. It doesn't, like, paint her as, like, oh, you're doing this thing that's, like, no, it's just mm-hmm. her job. And it treats that very respectfully. And that's not really any, with, like, any, like, female-driven movie, that's not what you'd expect going forward. Like, oh, she's gonna... It's some, weird. Someone's gonna tell her, like... You don't. You need. Don't need to do this. It's you, weird because, like, I think, like, when I'm already, like, I already had, like, I, yeah, like that. That's how it should be. I forget mm-hmm. that, like, that's not the norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then when I think about it, oh yeah, you know what? You did that well. You, you mm-hmm. actually did that very well. Um. But yeah, I think Cam stays on the side. I think we have to have an argument about it. Yes. Maybe. I think searching's got to go. That's what. That's what I meant. Like, I, I think. I don't know. Unless we. <laughs> Oh, I'm like Aquaman is legit a good yes, fucking no, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not no, no, cutting no, no, Aquaman. No, 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 no. Okay. If, if it's between it's between Christopher Robin and searching, I think I'd cut Christopher Robin mm. because I think I knew deep down I was gonna like enjoy it on some level. Like it's not like Beauty. And <laughs> I mean, I agree. I didn't go with like, Beauty yeah, and the yeah. Beast energy. <laughs> Which is fair, also to come. Even on. the way like the movie presented itself in the trailers was like, oh, that's this is- true. I remember that teaser trailer where it was the scene yeah. with him on the bench, and then Pooh's there. It's like, oh, I don't see any cracks. Maybe a few wrinkles. I was like, oh. uh. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. I because I I, I was I was safeguarding my heart because I was like, right. I don't want this disappointment again. Because <laughs> I like 
I'm fine with these like Disney remakes in live action. I'm you know? less than fine with it, but I walk like, with you. Like going forward, like I'm fine with the. If it's gonna happen, I'm, I'm fine not... with the concept. <laughs> what Disney is doing with that concept is not how I think they should be going forward no. with it. Like fuck. I think the... Lion King will be good though, because Jungle Book was great. I love Jungle Book. I rewatched Jungle Book it recently. Oh. I never liked it much. To oh, together. I like that good. movie a it's, lot. No, I it's, like it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's just not my thing. But I don't. I don't know how a live action one's gonna compete with because it has cool visuals. Like, That's very true. That is also true. And Jungle Book wasn't about the color. That movie was about very the color. Dull That's and true. dry. Yeah. It's like it very much feels like when. But we my, went to next gen for video games. Like, it has to be great. It has to yeah. be like, fucking real, man. <laughs> <laughs> but like when Disney does these live action things, it's either like we're returning to this old world, like years later. So like the Christopher Robin and the Mary Poppins approach, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or right. we're remaking the exact same thing. That's true. But okay. it sucks. <laughs> yeah. It sucks because it used to be colorful and bright, but now it's gray and boring, and we're and not auto-tuned and, and stupid. Yeah, and we're not hiring like people who can sing to do this. We're just we're hiring Dan Stevens. <laughs> we're Yay! Hiring Dan... Uh... To be fair, though, uh, Donald Glover can sing. He can. So that is the one good thing. And Who's Dan Stevens? I haven't even heard of Dan Stevens in forever. Who cares? He was, he's the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably because Tom his voice was like this. I only know him from The Guest. Uh, yeah, he was in Colossal, too. Oh, he was. He was the boyfriend. He's the British boyfriend. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think that's a good argument for it not being on the list. Yeah. Um... I can see that. Because I still think, surprising. Because the pitch PowerPoint meeting sounds more interesting <laughs> than the pitch PowerPoint meeting for like any of the other Disney live action yeah. stuff coming out. At least that's true in 2019. Because 2019 we have fucking Dumbo. Boo. Yeah, we have uh, we have I, Aladdin. I, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna come out right now. I'm excited for Dumbo. I'm excited about like the uh, the what no. they do with art, like the like. <laughs> The stuff they've shown, like it being like, oh, it's like the World's Fair. That stuff I like there's, a lot. Uh-huh. Like costumes, I like that. I like what they do with the characters, there's, the actors. There's a deep seated part of my emo teen soul who's still just like, I love Tim Burton. Oh, <laughs> so man. I'm like, I'm I can't help it, George. <laughs> oh, man. That man, that old man keeps lacing up his boots, coming down to the ring, keeps doing his whole song and dance. I'm like, man, I don't know, guys. <laughs> but I mean, he said that one thing about black people that one time. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't, I don't want to know what that was, but it sounds bad. Um, but... He goes like, black people are great. Oh my god. I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> Alright, I took off Christopher Robin, because right. I was the one fighting for it, and I was convinced. Okay, cool. Aquaman's the one. Aquaman, no, <laughs> Aquaman. Oh, man. We all got fucked now. Because, um, like... I thought it was gonna be no cool. expectations. <laughs> yeah, no expectations. I thought it'd be weird at best, and even in that, I was overblown. It it's is like, fantastic. Whoa. Just great. Whoa. I'm Just... glad we can finally talk about Aquaman. <laughs> it is so good. It is such a bizarre fucking trip in the best possible way. Jason Momoa is just here having a good fucking time. It's great. Oh man! Patrick Wilson is acting. <laughs> he is. Oh man, this Mwah. is it. 
This is Eddie Redmayne and Jupiter ascending. Ooh, yeah, right. Oh, man. But it works. But, yeah, but, but it it's works. Okay. But it's, yeah, it's, it's good. It's okay, because it's Patrick Wilson. Yes. <laughs> and he's in the ocean. And William Defoe is and in it. He's a martial arts master. Out- <laughs> did you see his outfit as Ocean Master? Yeah. Like, it was the exact same for the comic book. And it looks stupid. And it was <laughs> it looks, great. It looks like he's got, like, a star-nosed mole nose on his head. I heard some comparisons that he looks like Bible Man. Is that true? Right? Yes, yes, he does yes. look like Bible yes, Man. He does. He does. <laughs> he does look like Bible Man. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, Aquaman's Aquaman fucking. So we have to wait till twenty twenty one for the next Bullshit. Aquaman movie. Yeah, and they're making the spinoff on. They're the making the spinoff. Wait, is the director hanging out still for them? Oh, he better. Okay, I, I kind of wanted I, to go back to horror, but yeah, no, no, no. no. No, yeah. I want him to make at least Aquaman 2. At make The I'm... Reef. The Reef is going to be a spooky movie. Yeah. Spooky fish movie. Spooky fish. La Llorona, coming in theaters soon. Anyways, you hear, heard it here first. Aquaman cause... is the most surprising movie of Obviously. 2018 by a fucking mile. That was, that was no surprise. What a good movie. What a great time. What a fantastic time to have with the family in the holiday season. It's a great old time. And by family, I think we all meant us in January when we yeah. all had free tickets and we're just like let's just see all with our, our Christmas Christmas gift cards to the AMC. I think I like it more than Wonder Woman. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because there's not a veil of like no, posturing it is, to it. it. It's it just is my, honest. It is my favorite DC It is just movie. genuine. Yeah. It is of the of like the new Yeah, the new No, of any DC <laughs> Dark Knight <movie>. Rises. <laughs> fucking fuck yourself. Fucking Dark Knight boom. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> you know what i agree <laughs> yeah exactly exactly listen I, it's very easy to be cynical about that movie and i wouldn't blame you but in my heart i still want to say it's good so yeah, i'm gonna great. keep on to it um uh, anyways that's i think we're gonna take a break now short break just so we can get off that aquaman high <laughs> um yeah but we'll be back with uh what do we do best performance in the best movies of 2018 <laughs> And we're back, folks. The best performance. Uh, we got quite a bit of talented people here, but us, incredibly talented individuals, must decide who is the most talented. We can relate to all these people here as very talented individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie, the most talented of us, can you read Aww. this list of people here? <laughs> well, we got Tilda Swinton as Madame Blanc, Mother Helena Marcos, and Dr. Yosef in Suspiria. Elsie Fisher as Kayla in 8th grade, Tony Collette as Annie in Hereditary, Jason Momoa as Aquaman in, get this, Aquaman, mm. that, that CGI octopus in Aquaman, <laughs> Anya Taylor-Joy as Lily in Thoroughbreds, Nicolas Cage as Red in Mandy and Spider-Man Noir in Ooh. Into the Spider-Verse, Helena Howard as Madeline in Madeline's Madeline, Rachel Weiss as Sarah Churchill in The Favorite, Jim Cummings as Officer Jim in Thunder Road, Lady Gaga as Allie in A Star is Born, Chloe Grace Moretz as Cameron Post in Cameron Post, Chadwick Boseman as King Chala in Black Panther, John Cho as David Kim in Searching, Claire Foy as Sawyer in Unsane, Shamik Moore as Miles Morales in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Sam Lerner as Ronald Ronnie Wachowski in Trigger yeah. Dare, yeah. <laughs> and, 
right there. <laughs> Blake Lively as Emily Nelson in A Simple Favor. We all know the winner, right? What a list. Right, it's, yeah. It's Sam Lerner as Ronald Ronnie Wachowski. All right, Trooper thanks for Day. tuning in, everyone. This is the fan favorite one, yeah. This is the one that, this is the one that people are going to tweet about being really upset that they got snubbed. Um... Man, what a fucking list. Mm -hmm. Um, I see how it is. Tell me to read the super long (laughs) list, huh? (laughs) All right. That CGI octopus and Aquaman did great work, uh, and I respect it. All right. Some stuff came out about them. Oh, no. No, don't cancel the octopus. (laughs) (laughs) Octopus has been canceled, so unfortunately, the CGI octopus. Wasn't there a thing going around where uh, it was talking about how James Wan was inspired by Mad Max when he made Aquaman because like they had the they had the drum guy in that movie that Ooh. might have just been something Twitter made up but that, <laughs> that, that was really funny both sound accurate <laughs> we need a ridiculous drum playing character while we're on the subject of Aquaman I love Aquaman as the last category uh, show <laughs> I don't think Jason Momoa is gonna hang in this no, list he really does play his, himself which I love himself, himself he's having a hilarious. good time Woohoo! Red Red hands, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited for this sequel because there's so many more great one-liners. Oh yeah. Oh man, so great. Did you already delete him? He's gone. I deleted him. <laughs> and now we're at a place where I don't know where to go from here. Exactly. Uh... Hmm. <laughs> no, Nicolas Cage in, in... Let's talk about Nicolas Cage first off. Okay. Go ahead. I don't know if I want to delete him, no. but I know I'm not actually. In Spider-Man Noir, I think Spider-Man Noir is probably the least because he plays a, a bit mm-hmm. character well, in that. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to my yeah. personal favorite part of Spider-Man sure. to the spider So I guess we can delete that half? Sure. <laughs> we can delete half of his, half of his performance. Yeah. Um, but obviously, his like Red is that movie. For, well, it's that... It's, the movie's called Mandy, but yeah. obviously he's like the central character mm-hmm. in that story. Um, and it's a fucking performance that is certainly oh, yeah. Nicolas Cage. Um, it's it's a lot of his classic isms, but like yes. amped up. Yes. And in a place where they actually play well and work well and have right. depth. It's a crazy universe that like actually feels like yeah. it can handle Nicolas Cage, Cage yeah. which is always good. But why'd you want to bring it up, Ryan? I don't know. That's just when I'm looking at this as I'm like, Nicolas Cage gave a performance. Like in yeah, the most in the most like descriptive <laughs> sense of a performance, that was a performance. My god. What mm-hmm. a guy. John Cho as David Kim in searching, that movie doesn't is another movie that doesn't work without his performance. Yeah. Exactly. In that movie. Um I can't think of like anyone in that th- anyone else that could like really like pull that movie off. I mean, obviously, I think someone could. Yeah. Sure. But it really feels like his, his like, baby, this movie. And that also just makes it, that performance come out. It feels like something he's really dedicated about. Right. And, and it he's, does... he's always someone who I feel like when he does characters, he, like, really, like, invests into that character mm-hmm. without being, like, a method actor. Mm-hmm. I think also, um, Searching is very... I think Searching and Mandy... Uh, have roles that they feel like they're made for the actor, or at least they um, they uh, work well for the best qualities of that actor. And John mm-hmm. Cho plays a great sympathetic character because yes. everybody loves him, mm-hmm. um, and you want to see him through. And he like he's played in a, in this dad role mm-hmm. where he does like he that, again we talk we put in best moments 
uh, when he starts that live stream. Um, He's such a dad. Right. Such a dad. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I imagined it, but he did the whole, he did the whole bit of spelling Tumblr with an E. Yeah. You know, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's right. classic. Classic John Cho. <sighs> But yeah, it's. Where do we want to I think from? okay, Blake Lively as Emily Nelson in a simple favor. I don't, I never liked Blake Lively, and I like her in this film, but I don't think she hangs in this list. I think she does a a great, intense, intimidating character, um, and also like she just looks great in that movie. But yeah, she's not gonna hang in this yeah. list, so that mm-hmm. we could take that off. Uh, delete her, mm-hmm. Blake Lively. Consider yourself deleted. <laughs> so I haven't seen Thunder Road. So yeah, and that, talk, yeah, that's just scary scene. Jim, yeah. Jim Cummings, I wanted to give this, this movie a shout out because Jim Cummings is also the director of this Ooh. film, and it's not Winnie the Pooh Jim Cummings. It's a different Jim Cummings, Whoa. so don't get that twisted. It's not him. But uh, it, basically, the setup of this movie is he plays like a smaller town. He's a cop, and he's kind of a misunderstood underdog kind of guy, and he has just lost his mother his mother has just died and he is currently in like a bit of a custody battle for his daughter with her mother and her mother is clearly not a sufficient because she has full-time custody but she's clearly not a sufficient guardian but he doesn't want to take the daughter away from her Hmm. so it's just very interesting dynamics with that and it's kind of a bummer movie but his performance is just so solid and laced with this comedic timing. And I don't know, it's hard to explain in words, but if you watched, like, if you watch the trailer, it's just a clip of this monologue that he gives halfway through where he's, like, he's uh, being fired from the police force and he's just, like, stripping his uniform off and throwing it back at them. And it's very emotional, but it's also funny at the same time. But I just really like it. And I just wanted to give him a shout out because he's a cool dude. And he's uh, vocal on Twitter about how the process of getting his film like distributed and everything. And it's on Amazon Prime now. So mm. check it the heck out. He doesn't hang, but maybe if you saw him, he would. Right. Ooh. And I think the unfortunate thing that I really, like a lot of people, there can only be three on this list. Yeah. And it's going to get rough. And I think with that being said, I'm going to cut Anna Taylor-Joy as Lily in Thoroughbreds. Mm. Uh, again, on this. yeah, I really, really love that movie a lot. And again, I, 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 I have it because of Carrie, but I just haven't had the time to sit down and watch it again. Um, and I will uh, soon once I have more time. Um, but man, that fucking movie. And she plays such an intense character. Um, but also, maybe it's, it fits the Anna Taylor-Joy. I think Anna Taylor-Joy definitely has, like, the... Um, she has the she's, she has the sort of the thing to pull off a very intense character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the way she delivers lines. It's the way just her face... She like, has a severity. Yeah, she has a severity to herself. Um, she, I feel like she would make great a great villain in a lot of stuff. Ooh. Um, and yeah, I, I like Thoroughbreds a whole lot, but it's not going to hang here. Uh, we can cut that. And I'd also, with that being said, I don't know. I think Chadwick Boseman's fucking great, just in general. Yes. I don't know if this group here feels strong enough. This group. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Chadwick Boseman does a great job in Black Panther. He's definitely one of the like Marvel actors who I feel like does that character like. Who, do, he, who does their character like 
best where like I don't think anyone else could really like bring that kind of nuance to that character. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely one of the better Marvel movies for sure, but again, it's a Marvel movie and it didn't win Best Picture, so it's trash. His performance you know, is trash. I would have been fine with Black Panther winning <laughs> Best Picture over Green Yeah, Book. honestly. <laughs> Honestly. Like, I would have been annoyed, but it been wouldn't like, have what? been Green Book. <laughs> I think I would have been more annoyed with just, like, the comic booky fan reactions. Like, sure. oh, yeah, we, yeah. Validation finally. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love to be in that, like, what that room is. Like, in these in this sort of situation, we have a bunch of people just debating. And it'd be like, all right, well, it's, if it's, like, if, if it's either going to be this or, or Black Panther. It's like, come on, guys. Like, we, we don't have to, like, we can walk this back. I'll, we'll, I'll fucking give it to fucking anything. We'll put the Bohemian Rhapsody. Fucking, what are you guys, like, we can't do this. Um, Please, God. Um, so, yeah, now that, okay, now, unfortunately, I think it makes sense to get rid of John Chair. Now that we've gotten rid of some favorites. Um... Word of what? John Cho. John Cho. I think it makes sense now, but I don't know. Mm, Should I, we talk I, about some other ones, maybe? I think you're right, but I, I, I'd hate to do that to, to, yeah. to John Cho. All right. <laughs> Can you tell, tell me about Claire Foy uh, as Sawyer and Unsane, Ryan? Unsane. Oh, you seen it too, Chris? Yes. Okay. Unsane you know, is, about it the most. is dope. It's dope. It's pretty, pretty good. It had, it really, like, I don't know. Now that I've, now that I've seen, um, Girl in the Spiders, but my, my love for oh, Claire right. Foy has, has gone down quite significantly. Oops. And I don't blame her because a lot of stuff was going She's on. She's getting a paycheck early. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, and, that, and her character in this is very, it's very sophisticated. You de- It's one of those things where like you don't really understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't play with that in like a stupid way like a lot of these kind of Shutter Island-ass movies yeah. are going. <laughs> fucking Shutter Island. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it plays it simple. It plays it cool and cut, and she does a great job. I don't think she hangs, but you know, if we're gonna do like uh, a reward for someone who struck high at the beginning of twenty eighteen <laughs> and then was a significant low at the year twenty eighteen, I think Claire Foy wins that award as well. But I'm I'm all right with cutting Claire Foy. Okay, and insane. I think insane is. Not the best movie in the wor- world, but I think her performance definitely makes it watchable. It's, it's got some good things going for mm-hmm. it. Like, the whole... It's very unnerving to me, the the bit of her just, like, being entrapped into mm-hmm. the into the ward. Like, I don't know, like, she goes in just for a basic therapy appointment, right? Yeah. Like, just to talk to someone. And then they're like, all right, now you're committed and you're going to stay here. And then every time she tries to get out, they're like, no, oh, you're just crazy. Go back in your room. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to talk about Rachel Weiss as Sarah Churchill in The Favorite? Yeah, uh, she's fantastic in it. Yeah, she was my favorite performance in that movie. I I, yes, I, I would agree. I would 100% mm-hmm. agree. I think Emma Stone does good, but she doesn't do anything that I wouldn't expect Emma Stone to already do. Like when she... like. I don't know, it's like watching like a good performer do a good performance, but like mm-hmm. not ex- like you're very much reaching like this is what I expect from you. Like Yeah. Um maybe that's because I'm not as familiar with Rachel Weiss's work that uh it really hit out of the park for me personally. Um, I haven't really seen her in much 
either. But it's still good regardless. She's I in saw this, her, and I she's... saw her in Disobedience recently. Oh yeah, I was gonna. Watch she's very that. good in that. Uh, I've seen her in this and uh, The Lobster, and I've probably seen her. In oh yeah, she's stuff in The Lobster. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's part of the Yorgos troop. Oh man, the traveling that Yorgos of, troop. That troop of <sighs> just, just weird, <laughs> crazy. Unhinged Olivia people. Coleman was in the lobster too. She was really? the lady who ran the ran the the facility. Like the, the one who interviews Colin Farrell and is like, Have you decided what animal you'd like to be? A lobster is an excellent choice. That's her. Hmm. Hmm. Good movie. But anyway, Rachel Weiss in the favorite. I don't know if I like her for her performance or if it's just that I liked her character more of the dynamic. Character yeah, it's very true, actually, huh? Because she's like the the firm, no bullshit, but she actually loves you character. And I just, I don't know. I really liked her. That's a good point. I didn't think about it like that, but yeah. But it's a, yeah, she plays the role well. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really does. Um, but yeah, I, I think... She, I don't know if she hangs there. Because for, for whatever reason, our energy on the favorite in this podcast <laughs> is not the best. Uh... I haven't gotten a chance to rewatch it yet, though. So it's just, it Same feels here. distant. Huh. But I do really, really love it. Well, should we talk about Lady Gaga and as, as Ali and A Star Is Born? Because I don't do know, I, I haven't seen the movie, but and I I love Lady Gaga a whole fucking blot. Mm-hmm. But would it make more sense to maybe talk about her before we talk about cutting Rachel? Sure. Not that they, not that either have to go. Yeah. But I just they're out of here. Yeah. You know, let's not talk about them all. Just cut them both. <laughs> Ronnie wins. All right, <laughs> <laughs> hold it. <laughs> I mean. I really like Lady Gaga mm-hmm. a lot. Sick. And I think as, that's a universal yeah, well, truth. Yeah, that's, just, that's just general knowledge. But also I felt like people have said they feel a little bit colder about A Star is Born, having some distance. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely on that, on that train. I feel that way too. I think I love, as I think about it more and see more takes on it, I'm like... She didn't have a lot of agency in that movie, and it was just kind of Bradley Cooper peddling her around, and it's just, and he, uh, it might not be, it might not be as kosher as we may have thought, but I also really hated Bradley Cooper's comment about when he wasn't uh, nominated for best director. He was like, "I feel like I messed I failed. up." <laughs> it's like it was your first time doing <laughs> it. I, I suck. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> What's wrong with you? That was like okay. I I was like indifferent on Bradley Cooper before, and I'm like, shut up. Hard on himself, Ryan. <laughs> hard on yourself. You need to hug. You expect to make an omelet once, and do you? Expect Gordon Ramsay to be like, this is the best omelet of all time. <laughs> Shut up. After your first omelet. No, but I love her, and I think her performance and her presence in that movie oh, is totally. what makes me Absolutely, like it. Right. If she wasn't in it, I would probably have she liked it. She brings so much. She, exactly. I would have liked performance. it. And like, since, uh, what my favorite thing about the movie, where I am now, is I listen to the music all the time, and I love yeah. the songs. Mm-hmm. And so if she wasn't there, like, writing the songs or being in the movie, there would be nothing This might here. just be a Bradley Cooper vanity project, honestly, it, without her. It is. It yeah. kind of still is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like I would be fine with cutting her. I just, I love her. And the <laughs> fact that we're in a world where Lady Gaga has been sweeping awards. And it's now, it's now more valid to be a Lady Gaga <laughs> yes. fan. 
because people are finally recognizing her talent. Mm-hmm. It's wild to me that there was a point like in pop music discourse where people kept comparing her to Katy Perry. It's like, 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 what are you guys even talking Imagine about? The all the yeah, look at look at the year those two have had. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Mm. Imagine the alternate years where Katy Perry was at the Star Is Born. Ugh. Mm. No. Teenage Dream was a good album, and that's it. Uh, I liked it as a pop album. As a pop album. That was her hot, hot take. The only Katy Perry song I've ever liked was that Alien one that she did. That's the one. Like, all right, that's it. The one with Kanye West. Well, is a yeah. feature in it. I liked okay. that one. Mm-hmm. All right. So, are we cutting here? Let's, yes. Let, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think this was a good. I think this was like an awesome like step for her to like being like a real like Hollywood actor, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see what project she hops on yes. next mm-hmm. is she gonna direct oh. is she oh, is that thing she's promoting a nude album or i don't know Enigma? yeah that was her vegas show oh, oh gotcha okay. okay all right so the list so far is tilda swinton as madame blanc mother helena marcos and dr yosef in suspiria Elise Fisher as Kayla in 8th grade, Tony Collette as Annie in Hereditary, Nicolas Cage as Red in Mandy, Helena Howard as Madeline in Madeline's Madeline, uh, Rachel Weiss as Sarah Churchill in The Favorite, Chloe Grace Moretz as Cameron Post in Cameron Post, John Cho as David Kim in Searching, Shamik Moore as Miles Morales in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Sam Lerner as Ronald Ronnie Rokowski in Truth or Dare. Ronnie can't refuse shots. Everyone knows that. Everyone. I think now at the point where we just cut Lady Gaga, we should probably cut <laughs> Sam Lerner. Yeah, no, let's, George, please cut John Cho first. And then let's cut Ronnie Ronald Rokowski. All right, I'm doing it. Thank you. In that order. In that order. Put it in the books. John Cho, if you're listening, and I know you are, I do apologize. <laughs> yeah, he's always on his computer. Uh-huh. All right. He's going to go live on you now and be like, these let's, cowards. First of all, let's <laughs> like, talk about Ronald Roddy. Yeah, we deleted it without even talking about it. Um, he can't refuse shots. Everyone, everyone knows, knows that. that. <laughs> so got- Tilda Swinton. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, speaking of someone who showed their business, no, that was the, she, I don't think she ever got naked in that movie, did she? In Suspiria? Yeah. Because a lot of people got naked in that movie. That's true. But I don't think she was one. I feel like I mean, Dr. Yo- Joseph. Joseph was naked, but You're I don't right. think Tilda Swinton actually has an old man body and a yeah. penis, though. Whoa! <laughs> if anyone here is, like, the better actor of anyone, it's probably Tilda Swinton. Well, yeah, like, objectively. <laughs> I don't know. Tony Collette, though. Tillis Wood has the acting ability. Yeah. I would die. (laughs) Chloe is also in Suspiria. I just remembered that. Yes. She has a smaller role. She has a smaller role. (laughs) All right, so. A very unpleasant Mm. role. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if Shamik Moore as Miles Morales in Into the Spider Verse is going to cut it. Unfortunately, I think he does. An absolutely fantastic, a really warm, a very relatable uh, Spider-Man. Uh, I think he may—he does a great job of doing the pitch why Miles Morales is so much mm-hmm. different than Peter Parker. Does like in every shape and form. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just in ge- fantastic, but I don't think it's gonna make it. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gone. All right. What are we? Ooh. What are we feel? What are we feeling now? Hmm. Okay, well, can we at least okay. out of one of these, can we agree on one being safe? 
I think, okay, I think... Ronald, <laughs> Roddy, Ryan, he's gone. I think maybe I'm crazy. I think I think Tony Collette is safe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to bop her up a little bop bit higher bit. than okay. everyone else here. Um, That's fair enough. So I'm saying she's safe for now. She, she's a, mm-hmm. She has a safety net right now. These other idiots. <laughs> We're not so sure. Should we return to Nicolas Cage? Yeah, I think we Cause, should. Because I love him, but mm-hmm. as I think about it, it's like, I don't know if that performance would be compelling for people who don't already like Nicolas Cage or find him funny. So, like, I, I obviously have no way to assume that right. perspective because <laughs> Nicolas Cage is my life, but I can't, I, I don't know, because it's a very powerful performance. It's his best performance. Yeah, like, like if objectively. You, if you are like, us and have yes, sat right. through his crap <laughs> and then you finally get to see him because all the years of him like taking anything to just pay back his debt <laughs> it's like now he's finally doing something that it's i don't know it feels relevant again but mm-hmm. i don't know if he hangs here yeah he's a good boy but goodbye <laughs> goodbye he, he is not a problematic fave he is just a fave i think i don't yeah. I think there might be some stuff. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think you might have done some unsavory things. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. The Ric Flair of this group is gone. He's All not. Right. He's not. Uh, he's not on the list anymore. So it's fine. <laughs> All right. So you got y'all have been talking very specifically about the performance Helena Howard brings to this Ooh. movie and the energy she brings to this film. <laughs> Oof. Um. So. It's... I don't know where I'm going with that. It just sounds like that seems like a contender maybe for the three, I guess, from what you've talked about. I don't know. I think it would be a contender in my book. Because, like, yeah. I I don't... I, I'm a person who watches movies a lot based on, like, I like this actor. It's fun. And I might mm-hmm. not... I might not critically think about their performance mm-hmm. very much. Or I'll just be like, that was a fun movie. Fun things happen. But... I this is her first movie and I walked away from that movie being like wow I am yes. moved by her performance mm-hmm. and I've never seen her before and this was insanity and I love it cause ugh, I really wanted to catch Madeline's Madeline again before I recorded but I just mm-hmm. did not have time that's fair but uh I don't know I'm just it, thinking it's, it's one of those performances that like like in the same scene, like, everything about her personality can, like, shift. And, like, mm-hmm. you can just tell immediately just by, like, the simplest, yeah. like, little things. Like, how, like, her personality changes between, like, her mother being in the room or not. Yeah. How, like, her weird expression, like, when she roams the streets, just playing weird, crazy characters. Right. For, <laughs> I love for the fun scene. of it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm just thinking of her as like a like a Billy on the street type, just going up to people and acting at them. <laughs> hmm. So it seems like it's it stays it's, still. It's it's a hard it's hard to really pin down what makes that performance like great because it's so like she's just able to uh, convey the the yeah. the the like mishmash and static that's going on in her brain, like mm-hmm. and just project it out and she it's like she's a sponge that absorbs all the 
pain and abuse that has been lodged at her and that she's done to other people Mm -hmm. and can just blast it out and it's it it's so it's so good it's it's very good it's a very monumental movie Mm -hmm. and i love it Mm. should we maybe put uh at least maybe put and then remove her uh dakota johnson as Susie and suspiria Okay, I, I'm putting. Uh, all right, I'm putting her and removing her on okay. here. Okay, she was. I mean, if we want to shout out to like her choreography. Yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's, the, the, thing, that's work, the thing that I the think the work of, that she put in for that. It's movie. a physical performance. Yeah, very much so. Um. All right. Some would say Tilda Swinton's physical performance of not only being <laughs> sitting in a chair, sitting in a chair, <laughs> being, being a co- man who sits in a chair, <laughs> being a man who sits in a chair, and being covered in goop and a baby hand. <laughs> Like, that is a performance. Those are all performances in one movie. <laughs> like, you get the full Tilda Swinton experience. Like... The Tilda Whirl. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you changed the name of the podcast, George. <laughs> yeah, I think Tilda Swinton is super strong. It's hard to deny, especially when you play three characters in one movie. Um, fuck. Hmm. I, I like, if I was to pick my favorite character, I like Dr. Yosef uh, a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, not Mother Helen Hel- Helena Marcos, which is telling Dakota Johnson to jump higher. <laughs> <laughs> or that <laughs> one of my favorite edits in that movie was after Susie finishes her audition, and then uh, Tilda Swinton had appeared in the corner of the room, and it just like zooms in. <laughs> <on her face. laughs> that is what happens when you look at Tilda Swinton. You just your brain is like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shall we talk about Elsie Fisher in 8th grade? Yeah. yeah. Oof. Oof. I... Oof. She <laughs> plays that character just fantastic. And yeah. It's extremely genuine. Like, yeah. I remember hearing Bo Burnham talk about when he was auditioning kids for the, for the part and how a lot of them would come in and be, like, super, like, they were reading, I think they read like one of the things one of her blogs or something oh and so he would have kids come in and they would just have this air of confidence about them oh. and they would be all they would be all like welcome back to my videos oh. and then but yeah but, like, what up you two <laughs> exactly the, the, the jake paulers were there but uh he said that elsie was just able to embody this awkward and uh unsure of herself character like, in such like a telling her genuine and honest way because that's herself how what she, she wants yeah because that i think he said that that's how she kind of was she's more of an uh, like not 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 anything against her or anything but she was more in touch with her i'm not so sure of myself mm-hmm attitude than maybe some of these other jack wagon kids are <laughs> but but yeah, I don't know. It's just super moving to see the performance from her as someone who is at that age. I think she had just mm-hmm. finished eighth grade when she was filming this and her being able to portray it so honestly and openly yeah, was lovely. I like her a lot. I she's think so cool. She's a contender for me out of these. It, this, is a, this is a difficult list. We have a lot of great people. <sighs> Ryan... 
It's, all, it's if... all ladies now. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I don't, Hell know, yeah. I don't know if Chloe Grace Moretz... That's totally fair. I think I've, the character's fantastic. The character's fantastic. I have had people... I I have read people complain that, she, that they thought she was the least interesting part of that movie. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I feel like her... The, the idea of her character is just to be like you can project yourself on sure her. i can see that yeah. as well she's yeah. she's very like kind of a blank slate yeah. i guess and, she's, and there's she's nothing more, wrong with the character she's more being like subdued that. yeah and and i think it takes a very a certain kind of talent to like portray a character like that mm-hmm. for you to be like hey i'm this character that i want i want people to jump into my shoes and experience this as if they're in this situation yeah. this horrible like awful situation of being in one of these awful camps and having all these horrible things happen around you and seeing the impact that it has on kids and how and how you can tell like how it's impacted them being there like for up to like years yeah and that's horrifying and i think she does a fantastic job and her the, her arc in it is fantastic and she's absolutely it's an absolute fantastic film but you know this is a this is a this is a tough 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 list and i think she's definitely like this we're at like the top five right uh not including tony Tony, collette i think right tony tilda elsie helena rachel oh top six still that's that's uh, here's some great performances though this makes it tough but yeah we can cut chloe grace and reds i i i'm not hurt by that I know it's true. I think she's definitely one of my favorite, um, probably one of my top three performances this year, but hmm. totally understandable. Do we think Rachel Weiss is going to make it? I'm yeah. feeling we might have to cut her now. I think yeah. we've, I, I think mm, it's tough. Because that, that's a movie where I definitely feel like she's the best performance there, yeah. but it's not a movie where I think the performances are what, it's like the shining thing. I think like the conflict between and the characters. Everyone. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing. Like, I think like Carrie mentioned, like when mm-hmm. you separate the character from the actor, I think not like it's not like that character. Anybody can buy that character. Yeah. It's like Rachel that did the job there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. <sighs> Unless you guys have something that you'd like to cut. I'm sold. You guys have sold me on Helena Howard, but I don't mm-hmm. know if you think she'd be a top three. I would love for her to be top three. I would three. love her to be top three as well. Okay, then I feel I'm okay with that. Yeah. So then that means we're looking for a, a third. So we're leading, we're leading Rachel Weiss. We right are. Now. So now it's between um, Elsie Fisher and Tilda Swinton. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I wonder, I wonder how she would feel. Uh, like, we're debating, like, who's a better actor, you or Tilda Swinton? And we were having a rough time. <laughs> Elsie would be like, oh, what? <laughs> Uh, to be fair though these are like Elsie Fisher great performance so this went three fantastic performances Jesus Christ <laughs> it's tough I think it's it's tough I think I'm leaning Elsie you're leaning Elsie you know what I'm I'm feeling that too honestly yeah I don't know though uh, that's what to say. I'm completely. I'm also I, completely able to go. In the, if the room swings at Tilda, I'm 100 percent there as look, well. There, look, but, look, any debate on film could swing to Tilda Swinton. Sure. To be fair, because she's one of the greatest actors of all time. Oh, God. 
she's too she, she's overqualified she's for this category <laughs> you know what honestly <laughs> disqualification for being too good Tilda Swinton presents best performance of 2018 <laughs> um, are, are we gonna cut Tilda Swinton guys I feel like that's what we're leading into. I think that's what we're doing, but I don't know, Carrie, how do you feel? I It's up to you. Be- great. <laughs> great. Tilda Swinton's gonna come and also think- suck my life energy now. <laughs> I also hope that Elsie Fisher's given another shot. It's weird yeah. because I don't feel like these that kind of a role comes around mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Like that just that fucking like in terms of age, in terms of where you are in life, mm-hmm. uh, it's just like a rocket strap. Yeah. But at the same time, I can see it, it's the industry it, forgetting you. It's <laughs> it's tough when you're when you're of that age and you're in something that that's pretty big. Like you either like that's your one role right. for the rest of your life, or like you're a star forever, yeah. basically. So that's know. what kind of sucks about being. It's especially weird when you think about because like, the character that she plays in this movie isn't one that gets remembered really. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, it's it's not like Chloe Grace Moretz and Kickass. It's yeah. a very strong, like loud character. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I think I'm think I'm gonna cut tw- Tilda. I think. Yeah. I think she's probably won like 18 other. Yeah, she's gonna <laughs> a lot of W's. performances of the years. So you know what? That's fine. So we're so we got Tony Collette as Annie in Hereditary, Elsie Fisher as Kayla in Eighth Grade, and. Helen Howard as Madeline and Madeline's Madeline. With the winner being whom? I forgot we gotta choose a winner now. Oh man. So we haven't really talked about Tony. I mean, we kind of have. I mean, we talked about Hereditary as a horror movie. Um, but yeah, I think Carrie always described what makes this movie so well. In terms of a performance that I could never get tired of, it's, it's Tony Collette as Annie in Hereditary. Because it's just, I don't, it's so, she's so, it's like she's mastered it. She, her delivery, like when she's sitting there talking about her horrific life she's had up to this point in that therapy group Mm -hmm. and she's just saying it cold and matter-of-factly and then it cuts to everyone else in the room being like, excuse me, like looks of horror. And it's just, I feel like that's how you feel watching Tony Collette acting in this movie. It's just so easy for her and you're just sitting there stupefied like, oh my good God, how are you doing that? But it's just... Like, she grounds the movie, she sells it as a drama, and she makes you care, and she, she oh my god. It's, it's fantastic. It's yeah. so good. It's amazing. And not to put a, a monkey wrench in all this, but I think, I feel like we forgot to mention someone that uh, should be in this, and that's Ethan Hawke in First Reformed, which is probably... I... I, I, had, I, had his... him, I had him on the list and I took him off because I, when we were talking about First Reformed, I realized that what I liked about the movie was the composition and the That's true also. And every, like all the set pieces and the, the, the build up and payoff of him like losing it, I That's guess. true. So <laughs> I, I didn't know it's if I... It's more than the whole movie giving a performance. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so I didn't know if I had it in me to to sell his, his performance. performance. And that's not what stands out with you about that. No, movie. no. Okay. Like I love, I, I, I was about to say, I love Ethan Hawke. I don't know. I, I I'm fine with Ethan Hawke, <laughs> but he was very good in that movie. But I, 
came to realize that I liked the moving parts of the film more than just his specific performance. But his performance was very powerful. Ethan so, Hawke is one of those actors where it's like, where he's like, you know, you don't go to a movie for Ethan Hawke. But Ethan Hawke is in the movie like, fuck yeah, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> That's very true. Ryan, well, if you were to choose who the winner. Honestly, when I'm thinking of performance, I'm honestly swinging towards Helena Howard right now. Oh, I didn't uh, see that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just so... The performance is the movie. And I think I'm coming to terms with, like, that's one of my favorite things. That's like Those are one of my favorite kind of movies, which is one person, and it's their vehicle, and they just kill it. I love that so much. And for someone doing this as their first movie... Yeah, we, do, we do have two first-time Yeah, they're first both time her here. and Elsie Fisher. Like, they are those movies, mm-hmm. and they kill kill it they absolutely kill it um but i I think i'm moving more towards helena howard because her character feels more disjointed Mm. and and that's probably due to her upbringing and like the world that she's around as well as the how she articulate and they both what's interesting about both them they both articulate their issues in unique ways like Mm -hmm. kayla does her vlogs helena uh, Madeline does her performance pieces. That's true. And in one of them, it kind of, in Madeline's case, that kind of ends up uh, making her problems worse just because she's, you know, um, used, basically. Yeah. And that kind of brings out the worst of her, which mm-hmm. is also interesting to see you see, like, the like inner, like, pain just, like, brought, just forcibly brought out to the surface. <gasps> it's... Mm, it's great so that's why that's why i'm leaning towards helena howard for this right now but honestly with these three people like i could care less who it goes to because they're, they're all great they're all fantastic one has although we haven't really talked about ronald <laughs> roddy wachowski <laughs> You know what? You're right. You're That's right. true. Wait, I want to add another person here. I want to add Zach Bagans in Demon House when he was pretending there was a demon in front of him. That was very convincing. Yeah, that was so convincing. <laughs> George, who are you leaning towards? So I haven't seen Madeline's Madeline, um, yes. but you guys have, you know, very sold me enough that it's here. Uh, if I was to go with movies, I have seen. Uh, and that doesn't, and that my vote isn't necessarily the tiebreaker here. Uh, I, if it's between Tony Collette and Elsie Fisher, I think I would give it to Elsie Fisher. That's where I swing. That's where you swing. And I don't know if that helps at all. Carrie, I feel like you're swinging towards Tony Collette. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, that doesn't help oh, at all. No. Just like, okay, in terms of my favorite performance, it's Tony Collette. Because I adore her. And I, yes. I adore Hereditary. And she's the maternal glue that holds that crazy shit show together. But much like how you're the maternal glue that holds this shitty podcast. Am I? Yikes. No. <laughs> but I think for me, Tony Collette is like my third. If I was to stack rank these, oh, it'd be Elsie, okay. Elena, wow. and Tony. I think if I were to stack rank, 
which I don't want to do. <laughs> but I if I had a stack, I would I think I'd go Helena Elsie Tony. <gasps> <laughs> I think I'd go Oh I can't do it. It's difficult, I know. It, okay. I love Tony Collette, but if we're thinking about best performance, I will stack them as I'm still gonna put Tony Collette at the top, <laughs> but then it would be Helena and then Elsie. It sounds like Helena wins this. Cause her performance it, I love Elsie Fisher's performance mm-hmm. so, so, so yes. much. But uh, uh, her Helena's performance as Madeline was just, like, hypnotizing. It yes. was just so fucking good. And I would... I Again, fine with anyone here winning. Yes. Tony Collette is my personal favorite, but I am very happy if we give it to Helena. All right. All right. And so it is then. Ronald Roddy Wachowski. He is the winner. in the end. He always gets what he wants. Everyone knows that. Oh, Oh, boy. He he Uh, fell uh, off uh, the pool table because someone dared him to show them his business. Uh (laughs) Helena Howard is the best performance in Madeline's Madeline. Uh, Tony Collette and Elsie Fisher are also fantastic performances in their respective films. All right. Best is, movie of this 2018. Is this is the big one. Uh-huh. We are looking to rank 10 films on this list in an ordered list from 10 to 1. Oh, boy. In this list, we have, for best movie, are we, are we writing more as we go? No, sorry. Okay, no. that's fine. Uh, Hereditary, Suspiria, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, The Miseducation of Cam and Post, Aquaman, Paddington 2, Cam, Border, The Favorite, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Madeline's Madeline, Annihilation, Eighth Grade, Mandy, Black Panther, A Star is Born, Christopher Robin, First Reformed, Isle of Dogs, Avengers Infinity War, Sorry to Bother You, Searching, Thoroughbreds, Blumhouse's Truth or Dare, and A Simple Favor. All right, let's just cut a simple favor right now. That was a bad bit for me. That's just gone. Um... Why did we add Infinity War to the list? Uh, I think that. I think I just said I like George, I think I was like Ryan, should this be in this list? And you're like, I'm fucking out on the show. I'm gonna cut Ralph breaks the internet because I know that's not gonna Please make do. it. <laughs> I love it. I know it's not gonna make it because you guys are. Hitters. I watched the first one and it was okay. God. <laughs> um. All right. I am not going to give a lot to First Reformed. Does it need to be on this list for a minute? Yeah, I like it, but... Yeah, it's it's high ranking for me, but... I like the meme of First Reformed. <laughs> what, what? Just that people really like it, and I see oh. it on my time, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was a movie. <laughs> um, but that one shot, George, is really It pretty. is very pretty. <laughs> Um, all right, get out of here, Ethan. I think Hawk, you I, stupid bitch. I think going on, I think our we've all said that our our like of Black Panther is yeah middling. Black now, Panther is not gonna, and that's not gonna make it. Unfortunately, uh, where was Bohemian Rhapsody on this <laughs> list? <laughs> where was Until Dawn, the best Rami Malek performance on this list as a movie? Um, I'm a healer, man. <laughs> 
I just want to rip that park off of her and make some snow angels. (laughs) (laughs) A YouTube channel I watch has been doing a playthrough in the year 2019. There's never a bad time to play Until Dawn, though, to be fair. That game what a fucking great game. That game rips. Yeah. All right, Blumhouse Shooter Day has had enough uh, nominations no. in this. So. <laughs> no, that was my, my number one. Okay. All right, let's get let's get down to business. Let's get down As to Ronnie Wachowski would say. So how many do we have right now? One, two, Probably three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Wow, we gotta cut a lot. We gotta cut a lot. Shit, dude. So we gotta cut at least nine movies from this list. Uh, I'm gonna like try and number them here. Uh, yeah, for now I think. We'll uh, 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 uh. Actually, no, that's gonna fuck with the list. I'm not gonna do that. Actually, <laughs> okay. it's gonna fuck me up. I'm it's not gonna like it. Yeah, I don't like that. All <laughs> um, right, all right. Uh, let's. Uh, uh, oh boy, boy. We talk about Stars Born. Great movie. Oh, Thoughts yeah. on it have dropped. I don't think it keeps top ten. I don't think it's top ten material. I no. will say it right now. Yeah. Sorry, Lady Gaga, I love you. We all love you. Love Come you. on the podcast anytime. <gasps> or she, just she's small, she'd fill it right here. Or just like hate hey, out with us. Yes, please. Come watch Drag Race with me. I don't think searching is on this list either. I like it a whole lot. I don't know. What do y'all think? That's it's tough. It's not in I love searching a lot. It was not in my top ten. Of yeah, the year. Yeah, me neither. Okay, then, yeah, then it's gone. It's a good movie. I like it a whole lot. I think I put it on this list, but... Get that crap out of here. <laughs> Get that crap shit. Um... <laughs> How dogs, man, it feels like it's such a long time ago, and I yeah. liked it a whole lot. It has, certainly hasn't gotten any play in the rest of this list. No, we talked about it in style. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, I think I should stay for a little bit actually. I don't know. I, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> what about Border? How strong do you feel about that movie? I really like that movie. Okay. I've only watched it the once, so if I watch <clears throat> it again it might go down in my opinion. But it's just such I went into it expecting one thing. And it was something completely different, but I still loved it. But there's a lot of parts of it that do drag and are just really strange. But I think that plays into why I like it as well. Mm-hmm. But we can we can just say here. But I think as much as we love Aquaman and we give it best <laughs> surprise, uh, how dare you? I don't think it should be on the top ten here. Yeah, it should. It should. It should be number one of the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> As, as we said about Tilda Swinton, Aquaman is just overqualified. Exactly. <laughs> but he's too good. And also too bad to really be on the list. Man. Uh, oh boy. What a film. Uh, let's watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, goodbye, everyone. Oh my god, we should do like a commentary oh track. Oh my god, I would so love that so much. <laughs> Our two commentary tracks, A Cure for Wellness and Aquaman 2018. Holy shit, dude. So we need to cut six now, I think. We need to cut six more. Oh, oh boy. No. Yeah. I love Christopher Robin. I do too. It was not mm-hmm. one of my top ten of the year. I think it was like very close behind my top ten, but I don't think it oh, well. broke the border. I actually need to look at the list of my, my list I made of the box <clears> in my top ten. I do because that's gonna help I me. I feel a lot. like it was at a 
that like 11 or 12 for me but let me see let me see george what are you feeling right now um there's at least one personal favorite that i want to get on this list if it if it means even number 10 mm-hmm. so i'm fine with christopher robin as much as i like christopher robin I, i'm fine with seeing it letting it go yeah. i'm extremely glad that i was able to remember remind myself that i love winnie the pooh um and it's very good yeah. so but yeah i'm okay with cutting it yeah goodbye winnie the pooh now i am letting you go <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> a bear of very little brain. <laughs> I I love Madeline's Madeline. Mm-hmm. I think certainly got its respect. But it was it it just barely did not crack my top ten. And I haven't even exact, seen it. Exact same. It's yep. my number eleven. All right, and it's I, my number twelve. And I feel like I I think we've given enough. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want to put. What do I put at number eleven? What? Ralph Frakes. <laughs> I knew, I, I knew I would be mad. <laughs> I put Aquaman 2018. <laughs> Respect. No, Aquaman was number 22 on my list. Uh, it was dr- it was right Aquaman between Christopher Robin and the party's just beginning. Where's Aquaman on my list. Uh, Aquaman's number 45. <laughs> <laughs> you saw a lot more. Like I, you saw That's a lot true. more. That's true. I have a let's see. What, I have a total, total of 56. I have a total of 86. Whoa. <laughs> I saw 30 more movies than you. Wow. That sounds about right. <coughs> anyway, so I, yeah. Now another mm. film that did that didn't crack for me was Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, that was fourteen. That would on definitely my be list. on my ten, but Sorry to Bother You is dope. It is dope. Good. I'm I'm just saying what's not on my top ten at yeah. this point because uh, yeah. I don't because I don't know where else to go from here. Thoroughbreds did not crack my top ten. I know George is a big fan. Thoroughbreds no, is thoroughbreds. for me. No, thorough, no, I'm just saying. Thoroughbreds that. is the one that I want to see at least at number ten. Okay. I that's, that's I love fair. that. That's uh, totally in terms fair. of like walking that. out of that movie, I was just like, "Fuck yes, that movie <laughs> kicked ass!" Like that is like it's like that's Suspiria for uh-huh. me. Um, we can bring once if things get tighter, we can think cots talk about it for now. But I think we, I like to keep it right now. Man, other than that, I don't want to cut an aisle for dogs, but I, I feel like I need to cut aisle for dogs. I don't know. Uh, I like aisle of dogs, but it it's not one it's, that it's, I'm super passionate about. Yeah, but it, yeah, it sucks. Like it was a good movie. I liked it. Very good. Very very well done. Wes Anderson good, failed us on this. It was podcast. a good. The, it was a good theater movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. This is the one that I haven't seen. On, well, this and Border that I haven't seen. So. <sighs> I wanted to see what border. a fool. Carrie is border for border. you, sort of like where I am with thoroughbreds, like a movie that. Um, I, I really do like it, and it is in my personal top ten. But I am not like I love it, but I'm not in. I don't have like the I want to fight for this to be on the list energy. So mm. if it needs to leave to make room for the, I'm being a good friend. <laughs> Oh man, Paddington 2's on this list, huh? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. George. I'm fucking there. And even insinuate. I'm going to tell you, George. It's okay. If, if, if I'll delete Border to keep Paddington 2. Fuck Border. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we finally made some progress on this podcast. God damn it. All right. <laughs> All right, well. All right, so. Listen, let's let's we're fine. Let's just move on. For now, let's let's put take this list. We have Hereditary, Suspiria, 
Spider-Verse, Cameron Post, Paddington fucking 2, Cam, Favorite, Annihilation, 8th Grade, Mandy, Isle of Dogs still, Sorry to Bother You, and Thoroughbreds. Oh yeah, why is that still there? That's gone. <laughs> Get out of here, Isle of Dogs. Get out of here. Alright, what are we at now? Yeah, can someone Three, count that for four, us? Five, six. Oh god. I, I, George, I I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna... Uh, Alright, just quickly, and then just like get it out of here. Alright, okay, two. 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 We have to get rid of two more, okay. Oh, Jesus. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> get out of here. Oop, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Alright, we gotta get two more. Uh, <laughs> boy, 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 boy. See, if I Carrie, were to. If where I, did, Carrie, where was Cam on your top ten? I was just about to say, if I'm doing the Ryan approach of going in and. Saying ones that aren't in my top ten. Where is it at? It's at number thirty-two. Wow. <laughs> Cam was number seven for me. Yeah, that's why. And I why. like Cam, so I'm fine yeah, with it being Cam. here. We can cut Cam if that'll make this progress go. No, I think no, it makes okay. sense. Makes it, sense. Yeah. Okay. Oh, how do you feel about Miseducation of Cameron Post? Do you feel like it needs uh, to be on the ten? That was my number three. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted to stay. It's great. Okay. Not that you need to cut. Not that you need to keep one baby on this list. I just need to know like. If how I had you, to cut one baby on this be. list, I think there's. I, I think I'd cut Cam. I think I've made. Huh. I made my arguments for it. I've failed every time, and I'm just tired of defending. <laughs> what if we, I just want to keep failing? What if, I don't want to keep failing. What if we cut Paddington two and put Cam on the list? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just above Cam you on my list. George, I need Paddington you to come to terms with something right now. <laughs> you, I know, I know. Anything, Paddington is going to be number one Hell on the yeah. list. I'm just working for the crowd here. <laughs> what crowd? <laughs> <laughs> who, who is on your side with this Paddington argument? Uh, okay. Does Mandy need to be on this list? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Although, to be fair, Mannington was nine for me. So it was on the lower end of the list. With that, I think Cam then can go. Then okay. I feel like I failed. I failed her. What? 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 I've... Where are you going with this? <laughs> I failed. I failed defending one of my movies. And you know what? That's fine. Did we get rid of two already? No. Oh, okay. We need one. Get her one more. Oh God. Yeah, we do. Again, for me, the lower ones for me personally are "Sorry to Bother You" and "Thoroughbreds." But I know you're you're both deeply on those. So really, not, I think not... "Sorry to Bother You" is just so fucking great. I really do. No, I agree. Cool. It's dope. It was it's one of my top. Uh, it was fourteen for me. Mm. Maybe I need to see it again. But yeah, as for like this list now, I would have a hard time. What a! I don't want to cut the favorite, but what about the favorite? It's very good. It's very. It is very good. For me, it was number 10. So if we cut it in favor of other stuff, I'd be totally all right with that, personally. It feels weird. It to does have feel a weird. 2019 list it does that feel does weird. not include the face. But man, I feel, I feel but really. We're also not including Green Book. That's true. That is very true. <laughs> I would feel very bad if we cut Sorry to Bother You. Like, okay. man, that just feels fucked to me. Mm-hmm. And I see a, like not a ton, but there's a lot of people who really don't like that movie. And That's it crazy. Just confuses me, yeah, because it's so fucking cool, and I don't. Idiots. Yeah, some, <laughs> some people I'm not gonna name names also don't like Paddington too. Yeah, what the fuck? What the... <laughs> Liberal cucks, am I right? 
uh, Spider-Man and Spider-Verse is on this list, right? Yes. Like, that's on this list. Yes. Okay, just making sure. Yes. Yes. See, see, what I was going to do was going to go through and be like saying the ones that aren't in my personal top ten, but then Ryan would throat punch me. Because it's uh, mine, if I were to cut the ones that aren't in my top ten, would be Spider-Man, Cameron Post, Sorry to Bother You, and Thoroughbreds. Mm. I think the rest of these, yes, are all in my top ten. I think the ones that aren't in yours, other than Thoroughbreds, are like on the top of my list. I know. (laughs) Like I said, Ah, I don't want some some bony limb coming over here. This is hard. George, what are you feeling? I I will I will cut the favorite. I'm that I'm that brave. Wow. I'm that brave. Oh, I'll, I'll do it. A good I'll do it. I don't care. It sucks. I just I feel a lot less dirty about cutting the favorite over sorry to bother you, but that's just me. Like, like Carrie said, it feels weird to have a list without mm. the favorite. It feels really But I mean quick. that's not a reason to keep No, it. yeah, totally. I, I like the movie a whole lot. Because if we're going by that, then it's going to be number 10. and then That's true, gonna, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So All I right. feel like in that case, we can cut the favorite. All right. Get out of here. So we have our 10 wow, here, and now it's going to get a bunch of... Now we're I, I always love when we get to this part, because I look at it, and it's like, it's so us. Like, it's yeah. the three of us on the list, and it's... I don't know. Uh, sorry. It's cute. So I think. So first off, let me just take side to two and move that. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, just like this, like the for us, for us. I think it's perfectly know. fine where it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think I think for the purpose of like us making this and make more sense of that, you know, alphabetically wise, you know. What? Because <laughs> two numbers go first. Yeah, if they're if the title is just numbers. <laughs> All oh, right, two Paddington, two Paddington, two Furious. Am I right? Mm. Don't 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 put Paddington into Fast and Furious. Then George will actually start getting angry. Mm. But what if he was in Fast and Furious? Listen, man, that series is dead to me he'd now. Be a, man. Oh, that's true. He'd be a very polite driver, and he'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And he's so making a legal turn to steal this car. What do they do in those movies? So with our conversations, I think nine and ten are either sorry to bother you and therapists. Mm-hmm. I think those are probably nine or ten, and what 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 would be nine and ten though? If I if I can get it, I would have thoroughbreds as number nine. <laughs> those, two, those, those two are right next to each other on my list, actually. I That's think fine. I think for now on the PowerPoint, we should probably put it in number order that way. We oh Jesus it. Christ! I don't like this at all. <laughs> I mean, this looks, this looks good to me. Yeah! <laughs> I'm about number one, actually number three. It's pretty great. <laughs> I mean, All right. Spider-Man and Camera Post are a little high, but... Uh... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to move Thoroughbreds to number nine, if that's okay with everyone else. That's all right with me. Okay, well then, okay, I'm happy with that. All right. All Jerry, right. would you like to move Cameron Post or Spider-Man down a peg? How are you feeling right now? Um... Because hmm. I've made my case for Cameron Post. Yeah. I love it a whole I lot. I like Cameron Post a lot. I... I think I like Spider. I like Spider Man more than I like Cameron Post. Uh-huh. As I'm think, thinking now, I don't know. I think Cameron Post is good where it's at, honestly. For yeah, me, I don't know. For now, I think for five now. is good. Um, I also think for me personally, Mandy's good where it's at too. Yeah, that's just me because I didn't like it that much. I mean, I love Mandy, but it's it's fine. I would personally like to move move eighth grade higher. I agree. I agree too. 
I think Paddington would make a great number seven. George, I don't know. I mean, what that's, that's, that's from. That's that's fair. <laughs> no, I, oh, actually, uh, actually, no, it is one. absolutely not. I've chosen by Hill. Even though the Paddington Two was not my number one movie of the year, I'm, neither was it mine. <laughs> I am definitely making a statement here that it has to be number one on this list mm. of the objectively best, best movies. movies. <laughs> you know, actually, that's fair. If this was the best movies, like end Ever? of statement, right. Paddington Two would then be the winner. If we're just thinking of 2018, you know, maybe. Maybe we should bring we back... give some of these other chumps a chance, you know. <laughs> yeah, give exactly. Them, give them their limelight. <laughs> these <instance>. idiots. <laughs> All right, George. For, for our friendship, or... For whatever. For our... Uh... I fucking hate you. <laughs> Hating that bear. He's a good bear. He's such a nice bear. Like, what do you have against bears? I have nothing against bears. I'm tired of fucking normie-ass bears getting the spotlight. Holy shit. <laughs> Well, just because Annihilation had a skull bear. Oh, that was such a good bear. Having trouble here, Ryan? No, 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 no. no it's I, good. I've okay. been a green web. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like Hereditary looks damn good at number one. <laughs> um, <laughs> that just feels correct. Know, I don't know if guys. I'm speaking just for myself there, but it just feels correct. Suspiria was my number one of 2019. I'm, yeah. And I think George is actually the same. The, mm, I can go, I, there are like three movies we can swap around in the top three I think. Um, and I think those three movies that can move around in the top three are Hereditary well actually now I may be completely wrong, it might be four movies I think. Uh-oh. Ryan are you okay? Yep. <laughs> no I'm good. Okay. Um, Does Payman have a hold of your psyche? God, I wish. <laughs> no, because I don't have any throat. Okay. I don't have any throat meat because of my horrible illnesses. <laughs> so the cough is is bad. What Anyways, if, back to movies. What if we swap Cameron Post at four and Annihilation at five and move Annihilation one? So we, we swap them. We just go flip. That's fine with me. Okay. Totally fine with me. I can't believe how positive I feel about Annihilation since I saw it. Annihilation is amazing. It's great. It is, but I wasn't so hot on it when it came out. Oh, really? Yeah. It was good, but... All right. I hate movies that have to think. <laughs> and man, I really don't want this to be... All right. Okay. Suspiria is number one. Let's no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think yet. Well, I no, hate to keep, we keep bumping it down. I'm sorry, Ryan, but I feel like Cameron Post should be number six now. That's fine. Okay. I, I would okay. love for eighth grade to be above Cameron Post. Yeah. That just makes sense to me. Yeah. You know what made sense to me? Patty did two beat number mm. one. But you know what? Sometimes it'll give me what? All right. Or give what makes sense. You know, I, think, I think we can lock our bottom five. Uh, Which is Hereditary, Suspiria, Spider Verse? No, no, the bottom. Oh, the bottom five. Okay, yeah. so or Cameron, the bottom four, I guess. Whatever you want to call it. So number six, Cameron Post. Seven, <sighs> Paddington. Two, <laughs> eight, Mandy. Nine, Thoroughbreds, <clears throat> and ten. Sorry to bother you. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with that. So actually, I would even lock five. I think eighth grade at five is good. But I don't know. We'll see how this goes. We'll see. I think yeah. the top five is what we're messing around with. Mm-hmm. I like Hereditary a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of disappointing to me. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Come on, explain. It is not my favorite movie of the year. Not mine uh, either. 
I would say. How does it feel to be wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I've never experienced that, so I would like a detailed analysis. <laughs> um, George hates Hereditary, hates Paddington 2. The three... What movies does he like? Oh, Back to the Future. Uh, <laughs> I think Terminator 2 and Pulp uh, Fiction. Oh, no, uh, no, actually, no. <laughs> Um, Fight Club. Fight Club. Exactly. There you go. Uh, the Matrix. Oh. I don't think that's in that. All right. I, don't know the I think that's in the same camp. Okay. I think that's in the same camp. So the three movies that I can see as the top, <laughs> as the top three, <laughs> the three movies. God, I hope that came up. Yeah, I hope <laughs> no, I hope the three movies I can see is number one, but. Okay. For me personally, are Annihilation, Suspiria, or Spider Man? That's the I can see those as number one. All right, well, I I agree with those. If those are the three potential number ones, I would like to throw my hat into the Annihilation group of those three. I also would like. Um, I wouldn't be. Like I said, like I just said, but also. I'm just putting it out there, just so you know. Okay, so you and mean... I, if I Okay, let's do the stack rank thing. If I had to say those three are my choices for okay. number one, I would do Annihilation, then Suspiria, then Spider-Man, in that order. I would probably do Suspiria, Spider-Man, then Annihilation. So the exact opposite of mine, yeah. Ryan? <laughs> Way to be helpful. Then, Man, I'm really glad I saw Suspiria. This a lot difficult. I'm trying um, to think, where did I put... Oh, man, these are... Ooh, so my official top top five were Suspiria, Spider-Man, Cameron Post, pretty not on the list, then Hereditary, then Annihilation. So I guess in that regard, uh, if I'm so. I mean, your letterbox it, isn't law. You it, can that's say, true. I, that's true, but like I put I put that for a reason because it's the law. <laughs> Guys, we should really just move Paddington two back up. Again. <laughs> well, let me see. All right. I'm going to move Annihilation <laughs> to number one just to see how we feel about it. and then we'll... Just how it looks visually. <laughs> I, I looked back at my list and Paddington 2 is number seven on my list. I'm our list. I like how regardless of all of our weird conflicts, even though like we have pretty similar tastes. Paddington. Paddington. Annihilation number one. I think Suspiria. I really what like Suspiria's put... number one though. What if that makes sense as a number one for us? I'm just saying, for me personally, for you personally, Annihilation reigns supreme over Suspiria. But I really like Suspiria, and that's that is something I totally get. And I saw Suspiria not the most preferable way to watch it, Mm -hmm. sure, uh, which sucked, and I fell asleep a few times. Suspiria's movie where you need to see it like big, loud. And bright, I so you can it. just really enjoy the blood. I saw it in the theater twice, and it was excellent each time. Mm. Must say, I saw it in a very empty theater once. Oh. <laughs> it was in the middle of the afternoon on a Friday. <laughs> the ideal situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what Childa would have wanted. <laughs> what if? Oh boy. We move Hereditary to number three, and then we have Annihilation, Suspiria, Hereditary, Spider Man. I'm all right with that. I think that sounds good. That sounds like the list. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it out and see how it looks. <laughs> Carrie, was Hereditary your number one? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Duh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well then. It sh- as it should be everyone's number one because it's perfect. <laughs> I thought we we talked about Hereditary, not Panting. Oh, where? Yeah, I meant. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
so right now we have Annihilation, Suspiria, Hereditary, Spider-Man, 8th grade, Cameron Post, Paddington 2, Mandy, Thoroughbred, sorry to bother you. I like this list. I like this list too. I think this is our list. If I had my way, I think I'd bump Suspiria up one more. (laughs) But you know what? I'm alright with that because Annihilation rips. It's great. It's very good. I didn't think I'd feel this way. (laughs) Hmm. I don't know, man. Jerry, how are you feeling about this list? I I love Annihilation, but I almost feel wrong (laughs) making that number one when I'm in the room with Ryan Lance and George Cruz. No, but now I'm like, (laughs) what if we put Hereditary's number one? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) I'm deep with it because I mentioned, like, I, I walked out of both those movies feeling kind of meh. Like, I walked in with very high expectations. And I think, reflecting, I feel stronger about Hereditary, but I love Annihilation as, like, this completely original, exciting sci-fi concept. And it's so fucking out there. Man. It's tough. Fuck. It's tough. It's tough, man. You know what? <laughs> what, what George, what's George your gut? George's about to do something. George, <laughs> George, George, do something if George's about to be like, you know what? What if we put 8th grade? <laughs> <laughs> what if we put Hereditary as the best movie of 2018? I don't care. I'll be happy with that. Ryan, how that. do you feel about it? I'd, I'd accept it. It wouldn't be my... my my ch- If I had to choose. If there was a gun to my head, I'd be like, Well, is it though? <laughs> and then you'd die. <laughs> That's true. It sucks that the way I watched Suspiria wasn't the most ideal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, it'll hit Amazon Prime, like, probably any Fucking day sometime. Yeah. God damn. They Jesus Christ. Um, is Cold War even on there yet? Mm, I think that comes out the 15th. Oh, it's not even, like, out, out? Well, no. Well, already... I mean, it, it had, like, small... I was saying it comes to Prime on the 15th, I believe. Mm. Man. Mm. You know, if you, guys, if you guys felt hereditary number one, I'm I all for think... it. I think... It sucks they don't feel that way, but I also do feel that way, if that makes any sense. Nope. <laughs> Hereditary, <laughs> Hereditary also won Best Horror. That's true. That is true. And by I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that... I'm just going to say that. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to say but that. Annihilation won when I think standout like, scene. When I think of, like, minute by minute, how much and of it I'm... Suspiria won most goopy. Yeah. <laughs> most... Ooh, like, I really don't enjoy Annihilation until the last half. And yeah, I like Hereditary almost throughout... It's what not about, as in, What about Suspiria, though? That's also true, but also I saw it in the fucking worst form yeah, of manageable. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. why I'm like, like in my mind, like the fair, I'd be like, hereditary probably, annihilation Suspiria. Unfortunately, if I watch Suspiria in a movie theater, that might be the number one for the bullet for me. Uh, but it might be number one all time for me. But who? But knows? I got a bootleg version. I really, I started watching it. Really didn't have subtitles. Uh, then oh, started watching no. a DVD, which was lower quality, and I started watching that, and it was late at night. Uh, uh, and DVD, so I, uh, I fell asleep a little bit and then woke up and rewound it and then started again. Mm. So it was just not the... But I, but I understand like what I saw was like fantastic. Yeah. So that's the... That's your conflict. All right. Why don't we put Hereditary's number one? Ryan, how do you feel? Yeah? I'm all right with that. Okay. I'm, I'm trying this on for size. I don't know how we got here, but... George, you're highlighting Patty to two. <laughs> oh, what? no. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with that, obviously. My plans are all coming to fruition. <laughs> I don't know what I did, guys, but all the top ten movies are padded to two. I don't know what happened. 
That's crazy. All right, well, let me move spirit number two. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Spirit number two. Yeah. Even though I feel that way, like, I feel like it would be number one otherwise, but... If you if you had given it one more shot. Yes. That so seems... How is it... So, number one, Hereditary. Number two, Suspiria. <laughs> number three, <What> nine, <laughs> Go on. What if, what if we put Spider-Man above Annihilation? You know what? I would completely agree I, with that. I'd completely agree with that. I feel... That's fine. All right. Let's do that. You know what? Truth or dare, though, actually. Underrated. It's fine. Oh, man. Number one, Hereditary. Number two, Suspirian. Number three, Into the Spider-Verse. Number four... Annihilation, number five, eighth grade, number six, Cameron Post, number seven, Paddington 2, number eight, Mandy, number nine, Thoroughbreds, and number ten, Sorry to Bother You. How do we feel? That feels great to me. That, that feels, feels like very list. good. That feels like, that is certainly a list. That feels good to me. Is it it, it does feel like like we're we're this horror podcast and we gave best horror to our also the best movie. Yeah. It can't happen. It can't ha- it can't happen. And a bridge it's happened. Listen, every time if you kept me long <laughs> enough here, I'd be like Spider Man number one. If you kept yeah. me long enough here, I'd be like Spider Man number one. Yeah, and I would agree with that. Yeah. So Spider Man's pretty good. It is. Um but I think Brian has got a point. I am biased. We are all yeah, biased. And like biased. yeah, the spooky movie, I feel a lot stronger <laughs> about it than the Spider Man movie. Yeah, but I yeah. Yeah. Spider Man's a fantastic movie. Uh, I maybe even put it ah, no I think it's it's fine where it is I think it was, I like my, it. It was my number two I feel very number. very very strongly yes. about that movie it made me feel let, not cynical about Spider-Man in a way that I think was impossible until uh, the next Spider-Man movie comes until, out yeah until the next it's, it's like the Sonic Mania of Spider-Man yeah, exactly. fucking yeah until the next thing sucks ass <laughs> until fucking Mysterio is over here by fucking uh, what's his name Jake Gyllenhaal Jake Gyllenhaal yeah all right, well, that's it. The best movie of 2018 is Hereditary. Uh, and then Suspiria, you Spider-Man, Annihilation, 8th Grade, Cameron Post, Paddington 2, Manny Therabed. Sorry to bother you. Who could have seen it coming? Man. Well, <sighs> Annihilation's at Paddington 2's high or even on this list, but you know, that's fine. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? I really wish I liked the guys. Like, I really wish. I just, I just, it's you, just had, you didn't see the first one. That's really, that's really the issue. Yeah, right? what, if you, what if your first Harry Potter movie was The Chamber of Secrets? That'd be great, actually. That's, that's, the, best that's the best one. That's the best one. Honestly. Um, Damn it. All right, well, that's that. It took us for fucking ever to get this done, unfortunately, because life is life, but we got it done. And someone, and no one can say that we didn't get it done. That's true. <laughs> Hell yeah. Until this file gets it's, corrupted. Exactly. Oh, exactly. don't say that. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just thinking of all the ways it could go wrong. Yeah. But we made the list, and there's no going back. Yeah, that's it. I feel very good about it. Not allowed to watch any other movies. I can't ever believe again. Annihilation was almost exactly. number one. <laughs> now we're at number what? four. Oh. <laughs> but now it's got so yeah. I can't believe Pad was number seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, it was long. number seven <laughs> on my list. <laughs> on my list. <laughs> Paddington is just a number seven ass film. Some would say the number seven. It's a good thing I don't like Mandy that much. Otherwise, I would be like, Mandy should be above Paddington <laughs> too. But that's it. They're good. We're good. You know, you know I think Mandy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, 2018's been over for three months, but it's we have true. officially ended it now. The thank long national God, crisis thank is over. God. Ryan, thank where can people find you on Twitter if they should? At Mr. Pib Official. Awesome. I reached out for a sponsorship from Coke, <laughs> and they said 
they sent a link to their careers page, so they didn't get it. <laughs> hey, hey, check you out. Mr. Yeah. Big Shot over Mr. here. Mr. Big Shot, yeah. <laughs> Carrie, where can folks find you? You can find me at car, K-A-R underscore E Lyles, L-Y-L-E-S, on the Twitters. I don't have any branding or sponsorships or career links. Yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, and I'm at jcruzalvers26. If you like this thing we did, then let's let us know by Twitter or whatever. Uh, it obviously takes a lot of time and work, but we like doing it. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people listen to it, and we don't have to do it, but it's a good time. And it was a good year for movies, and this is a good list. Uh, so, yeah. I guess until next time, which fucking should be the February episode, but god damn. Let's oh, record it tonight. Oh, god. <laughs> if I, I would have gotten over with if, if I could, but man, I don't fucking know. Alright, so until the next time, we will see you then. <laughs>